This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Bolton. show it's monday it's two o'clock time for the show at 2 30 we have james harkin and dan schreiber from no such thing as a fish in the studio mate Then at three o'clock, we have Hannah Spirit on the phone to talk about iDog. On the phone, mate. On the phone. I've met her, actually, I met her in real life. It's anyway. nice, I like her. I don't know if she remembered me. I just stood behind her for a bit. Oh. For ages, actually. <laughs> it was in Nottingham. Then at 3.15, we have magician Tom Brace in the studio. Why? Magic. It's radio. I need him to bring some kit in. What, what kit? Recording kit? No, what? magic kit. Why? I want to see some magic. It's a radio! It's a magic, mate. Look. Ooh, I'm flying. Oh, look, I am flying. Whoa, magic on the radio. I'm <laughs> flying. Oh, see this? Look at this hat. Oh, a rabbit! Pretty yeah. good, eh? Oh, look, I make my hand disappear. <gasps> look, it has just gone. Magic mm. on the radio. Ian Bellsworth on Football Radio. That's you. What? What do you want? <laughs> what am I meant to do? Speak. What about? Anything. I mean, I've spoke about everything on this now. Um, Call it a day. No. I think I've spoke about everything. No, I've nothing I, else to say now. I think those things you haven't spoken about. Nothing else to say. What? Like what? Um, travel. I've, I've spoke loads about travel, mate. Never really spoke about Iceland. Don't know anything about it. Well, it's great to learn, isn't it? But I can't learn by speaking about it, can I? Uh, All uh, I can teach myself is things I've made up. What about Naples? What about it? I'm going there. So? Speak about that. I don't know anything about it. We can't just only talk about things you know about. That's, well, you you... that's all anyone can talk no, about. but then you talk about stuff you don't know about and you learn stuff. With that's someone what... that knows about it. Yeah, but that's what the fish people would have well, done. Then tell, me, tell me about Naples. Well... You ha- warned me before this show. You gave me a warning that they're clever. <laughs> What, the fi- you said the fish people are clever. They will and you be. said it like really, no, the fish people are clever. <laughs> <laughs> so you be careful because they, they are really be. clever. Because they're smart. Well, no cleverer than me. I was flicking through that book. Right. And <laughs> their book. 
What does that mean? The fourth <laughs> So what are you telling there's me? There's lots of stuff in there that I didn't really... I can't remember now. I, well, the thing about the, the burglar that nicked the meatballs, there's something about that in so there. Why, but why does that make he them He only clever? got caught because he had tomato sauce on his face. Why does that make them cleverer than me? Because they know stuff. I know stuff as well. But you, all you say is like, I don't know anything about Iceland, therefore I can't no, that, possibly... No, wait, wait. That's not all I say. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. There's no way I'd have got, got away with it on this station for this long if all I said was, I don't know anything about Iceland and put a song on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not all I say. What do you think a guest would do if you just came in and said, I don't know anything about Iceland, put a song on? Let's try it today. No, let's, let's not. try it with every let's guest not, today. Let's not do let's it. St- no, let's genuinely do it. Every guest today, let's let them talk for a bit and then go, well, I don't know anything about Iceland. <laughs> Put a song on. But I'd like them. Can we do it like if the interview goes ahead? It's a pre-record, so they'll have, they'll have no forewarning about it. That's what it. I mean. So if it was live, they'd be able to go. Oh, I see what's happening. But it's pre-record. They don't know. Maybe what they could do is to help you with this Iceland situation yeah. is um, to come in and give you a fact about Iceland, and then they can start the interview. I don't want to wheel people out like oracles of things. Can I, in the Hannah spirit, interview? Mm. Pretend I've got a lisp all the way through it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> how? how this, okay, I get it. I get oh, no, it. no, not for her. No, no, oh. just, just generally. Well, say her next talk. Just for the whole thing, talk like <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> and see if she mentions it at all. She's talking about a film, about dogs. <laughs> Please can I do that? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hi, Hannah, thank you for coming on the show. Um, so, um, you're going to talk to us today about iDog, the <laughs> film that you are, you are in, is that correct? Yes. And just see how yes, polite Ian, she is. right. <laughs> And, but you'd have to keep calling her Hannah Spirit. I might um, just do it like really mumbly, more mumbly than normal. Do <laughs> so let's go. Hi Hannah, I'm on the show, and I'm going to talk today about a film I I dog. Oh my god! The thing is, <laughs> see if she says anything. That doesn't really sound mumbly. It did sound a bit like I was doing something very offensive, didn't it? Yeah, and if she's on the phone, obviously, and you do that, she's not gonna. She's gonna have to. She would. I mean, she's nice, presumably, so she'll go along with it. But that didn't sound mumbly to me. What did it sound like? I don't want to say, but it didn't. <laughs> like sound I was mumbly. deaf. Uh, or worse. Worse. Well, well, what is worse? Well, Jeremy? I don't know actually. Yeah. What is worse than that? But yeah, can you do a proper mumble? Who please? asked me the other day if I'd rather be deaf? Barry. No, no, no. I think it was my friend Laura asked me if I'd rather be deaf or not be able to find anything funny ever again. What did you say? <laughs> uh, not find anything funny ever again. Yeah. It's derail that, isn't it? Um, can we... I mean, how bad would it be? <laughs> it's bad, terrible. <laughs> I already know. Terrible. If every week mm. we had somebody on the phone yeah. and I interviewed them in a like quite offensive voice. Just to see if they do. Do you mean it. an accent? It could be. Could be. Could be a different sort of offence every week. Well, what's an offensive voice? Well, some week it could be like a, a racial stereotype. It could be voice. a serial killer. Some no, that's not an offensive voice. Well, it'd be quite offensive, wouldn't it? Well, no, because what, what's a serial killer voice? Well, like let's look do at one, one now. Do uh, one now. Uh, give me a serial killer. Oh, so you want me to impersonate serial yeah, killer? Yeah. Actual ones? Yeah, like I'm. I don't know. Peter Sutcliffe. He, where is he from Yorkshire? Yes. I can't. I'm not going to impersonate no, go Peter Sutcliffe. Let's see if you're, if you're accurate. I mean, I wouldn't know if you were. Where's he from? I need I to get Bradford, the accent right. Eh, I'm Peter Sutcliffe. What was? That? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll try the. We'll do the racial stereotypes in a minute. Well, I was trying to get into the Bradford accent. You know. Yeah, but I think that's you, not I think, it. I think you made huge assumptions about Bradford. That there, was Nat. a bit Geordie, wasn't it? Actually, I was a bit PJ and Duncan. Well, do you know that? Um, Interesting thing about the Yorkshire Ripper. Yes, is that it was presumed he was a Geordie. Oh well, I, I, I knew, that's right. I was going because method. there was the Weirside Jack tapes, so that a man yeah. sent in hoax tapes and he was a Geordie. 
yeah. and the chief superintendent at the time, who was in charge of the investigation, right. thought that, w- was convinced that was the Yorkshire Ripper, was sure of it, okay. and altered the entire investigation based around we are looking for a Geordie man. And in that time, I don't know if it was Geordie, it was certainly up that way, and in that time Sutcliffe, I think, was interviewed twice and dismissed <gasps> because he wasn't... A Geordie? Yeah. Wow. There's a fact for you, Nat. That's a good that I don't fact. Know. Oh, no, 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 no facts, apparently. Well, Gotta no, be no. careful when the QI you people come in. You said you've talked about everything. We've never talked about <laughs> Peter Sutcliffe before. I know loads about Peter Sutcliffe. Well, tell me more. Well, I mean, let's, I'm not doing it, like, with Grease music at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, I don't just want to reel off facts. Ask me about it. I, um, I'll tell you what I know. Where was he born? I don't know where he was born. I, I, th- I feel like he was from Bradford, but maybe that's where he was. No, I think he was arrested. Was he arrested in Bradford? He was arre- basically he was arrested somewhere. When, when they actually arrested him, he, he said he wanted to go for a wee. And they let him go for a wee, like behind a wall. He wouldn't do that. He wasn't arrested as the Yorkshire Ripper. Oh. He was just arrested for something or other. Um, That's part of the investigations, I think. But he was in his car. He was curb yeah. crawling. Mm. And um, he went and had a wee. And then he came back. And one of the two coppers, they were just beat coppers. They weren't like part of the big investigation thing. One of the two coppers thought, let, I'm going to go back to that wall. And went back and found his knives. So he drops his he drops his knives behind, and that's oh, like, that's how they caught him. Because he was trying to hide the evidence yeah. of. Yeah. Okay, that's a good fact. There you go. Anything else? Any other? Um... The story of the Yorkshire Ripper is genuinely amazing. Like it's it's an amazing okay. story. Well, we've got like twenty five minutes till the fish people come in. So why don't you well, crack I don't want, on? I don't want to do. No, but I don't want to tell it like a bedtime story. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's it's a really interesting thing to look into, and the the police I think are unfairly slighted over that. I think they're unfairly criticised and have been over the years. And you've got to remember that they didn't have computers or nothing like that. They were looking at tens of thousands of people. Mm. It was all on filing cards and stuff. People go, well, you know, he, he was missed twice. That it, you know, he was arrested and all that. Oh, he was questioned twice. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but so were thousands and thousands of other mm. people. It's like very easy for that to fall through the net. And they were really stretched. Yeah. And it was a huge deal, the Yorkshire Ripper. You know, it was a huge, there was a lot of media pressure on it as well. So I think they were unfairly slighted for not catching him sooner. Because okay. the, scale, the scale of that yeah. hunt was unbelievable. Yeah. Plus you've got dicks like that bloke sending in, who eventually went to jail for it. He's died now, I think, that guy. But the guy that sent the hoax tapes in. Oh, right, It's yeah. him that fucked it. It's not the yeah, people that yeah. believed the hoax tapes. It's the man who sent the tapes that fucked it. Mm. Uh, let's try and lift it up a bit. Let's try and raise this up. Okay. Who is not a murderer that you know stuff about? <laughs> well, there's loads of loads of people. Well, well uh, ask, ask me some things. I'll see if I can be an oracle about, of knowledge. Um, Michael Bolton. <coughs> Don't know anything about him. Okay, Mick Hucknall. Nothing. Celine Other Dion. Other than wasn't he sick? No, wasn't Martin McCutcheon sick in his hair? Supposedly, but then she, one of them, he said that wasn't true. Right. You would, though, wouldn't Did you? she say it was true, then? She can't remember. I'm going to go with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know anything about Martine McCutcheon? No. She was sick of Mick Hucknall's hair. Yeah, I do <laughs> That's that it, much. right. Uh, what about Sunita? Um, nothing springs to mind about Sunita. Keanu Reeves. She was connected to Cowell, wasn't she? She used to go out with Simon Cowell. Yeah, pretty sure that So Macho gave me a, a bonk on when I was younger. <laughs> but now that song's considered to be a little bit offensive. Is it? Why? Because he's got to be so macho, big and strong. There's something about and a lyric in it that people See, find questionable. I wouldn't find it offensive because I am all them things. So I guess so bec- I guess because it doesn't put pressure on me because I am just macho and yeah, big yeah, and yeah. strong enough to turn her on. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a line, isn't there, about I don't want a boy who thinks he's a girl. In that song, there oh, is, is there? there is, yeah, and that's what is supposedly. But she's allowed to, she's allowed to say that. Isn't she, she wants a macho man. She doesn't want. No, but a... if, if she doesn't want a boy who thinks he's a girl, surely she can state that. Or has she got to go out with a boy who thinks he's a girl to be 
to be down with the kids has she got to do it what can she say I don't want to she wants to I don't know it's just considered anyway Keanu Reeves what about him what tell me there was a poster of him on my mate's girlfriend's walls he used to put me off in sex Uh, do you know what his name means it means cool breeze against the mountains yeah it's hot it was, ne- it was never going to be a compliment about acting, was it? Whoa! Keanu's done some fine performances. Not in Bram Stoker's Where? Dracula. Actually, have you watched Bram Stoker's Dracula? Not for a He's long time. He's by far not the worst p- actor in it. It's Gary Oldman that's oh, really? hams it up to 11. A lot of people say he should have won an Oscar for that film. Gary Oldman. Mm. When I mm. re-watched it recently, Winona Ryder is also terrible in it. Is she? He, Keanu's is one of the better ones. Have you ever thought it might be you that's wrong? No, no, <laughs> you no. You just say that everyone in it was rubbish. No, not everybody, but there's what some was overacting Hopkins in it. Like in he it? was all right, actually. All right. Yeah, he was okay, quite good. I'm sure pop that on his CV. He was quite good. Um, I've got it on Blu-ray at home, but I think it's unopened. Oh, okay. But I, I, maybe I will watch it. I loved it. It was one of the... F- I can't say why I loved it, because when I originally saw it... So is it a sexy thing? Oh, I saw it when I was... It was an 18 film, wasn't it? Was it? And I saw it at the cinema and fell asleep. Oh, well then that's your I don't think critique. I fell asleep because of the film. Okay. I think I was just exhausted. Mm. The first time I watched Muppets Christmas Carol, I also fell asleep. Oh, okay. It was on like Christmas Eve the, the year it came out. And I was just too tired. I'd been working all week and just fell asleep. Hmm. What do you know about Christmas Eve? What happened in... Um, no, go back. What happened in Dracula that um, got your juices flowing? Oh, no, it, it didn't. No, no, no. It's just that I... I well, like, it was one of those films where I snuck I, I snuck out to watch it somewhere and I wasn't quite of the... Isn't it Randy? Isn't the Randy bits in it? Uh, there's a scene with Keanu Reeves and Monica Bellucci, you know, the actress, oh, okay, who is in The Matrix with him. Okay. She's one of the three, like, vampire women that appear on the bed and he has a little... What? Well, I don't think he has full sex. Well, he might do. No, he doesn't. Gary Oldman stops it. I don't think it. he has full sex. He's lying on the bed and these three, like, sexy women come out and then they want to bite him because they're vampires and then right. it sort of stops. And then when Oda Ryder's getting off with Gary Oldman in one scene when she's okay. she cheated on him. It sounds like Caligula. What's it's just everyone banging everyone? Kind of. Apart from Anthony Hopkins. He's he not, doesn't get He's any not action. banging anybody. No. And then there's and then Lucy. He ended up in jail. Did, what? Did he end up in that jail? Anthony he? Hopkins? Yeah. Which yeah. star? You, the oh, one the w- down in, downstairs in the police. What? He had his own cell with all the glass on it. Do you mean in Silence of the Lambs? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then there's. But he did go to jail in real life as well, Anthony Hopkins. No, I don't know if he, he did. He did famously. For what? Tax evasion. No, what? No, he didn't. He did. That's not true. I think that's he did. Not, I'm going to ask the QI people about that, the fish people. I don't think that's true. No, can, you, can you st- It's not true. I made it up. Okay, can I knew you, it. Can you stop calling them the fish oh, people? Oh, sorry, sorry, So when sorry. they come in, don't refer to them as the fish okay. people. Um, there is a scene in Dracula where Lucy... Dracula? Dracula has, yeah. she, she has sex with a wolf. Lucy who? Lucy Westenauer, I think, or something her name has is. Has sex with a wolf. Well, it's really Dracula, but he's disguised as a wolf. Or, and then disguised what? <laughs> like in a fancy dress costume. <laughs> What do you mean he's disguised as a wolf? Well, because she's in that red dress going around the garden in the rain and then Mina comes down and she's like a wolf's... You could be talking about anything. Nobody knows what you're on about. Dracula. Yeah, no, I know, but you're saying, you're saying all these names as if we should know Lucy who these Lucy is a are. character, isn't it, in, within Dracula? I don't know. Yeah, her name's surname's West... Oh, are by the way... Are you thinking of Red Riding Hood? No, 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 no. I am thinking of Lucy. Mina's Drac- friend. Dracula in a wolf fancy dress costume. <laughs> it's not. In, he is as a wolf. And then so she has sex with a wolf? Well, but it's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what do they show? See a wolf giving it to her a little bit. And then Amina comes and she's like, oh my God, Lucy. And Lucy comes out of her trance and is screaming. And then next minute she turns into a full vampire. Are you sure you've not dreamt all of this stuff? I watched it in bed the other day. Now, Peter Sutcliffe was born in Bingley in the West Riding of Yorkshire. Okay, well, Bradford and Bingley is a thing. So is that not nearby? It's right nearby, isn't it? I never knew Bingley was a thing. 
You never knew Bingley was a thing. No, because I knew it was. I heard of Bradford and Bingley, the supermarket, um, yeah. the uh, building society. Can I? I can't click on this. Can I? Or can I? No. Um, can we find out if Bingley's in Bradford? Because I think it might be. So and if it is, then I'm right. That's why it's called Bradford and Bingley. Then trying isn't to be it? all smart arse and putting links up saying, "Oh, you're wrong." But I think Bingley's in, in in Bradford. Okay. I think it's part of it. So there. Great. <laughs> and I wasn't even sure. I thank you. Yeah, you're right. Bingley is a market town and civil parish in the metropolitan borough of the city of Bradford. So he, he was from Bradford. What do you know about Bradford? Uh, Peter Sutcliffe. <laughs> he used to I work there. Know. He used to work in Bradford. Doing what? He used to work at the National Museum of oh. Film and Photography. I used to be an, uh, an actor in residence Ooh. in there. So what we used to do, I don't think they do it anymore, but it was called, um, what was it called, that company? Action, Action Replay, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and... God, isn't that crazy that I worked there? I can't remember the name of the company even. I think it was called Action Replay, and we basically went round the museum playing characters. So I played Auguste Lumiere a lot from the Lumiere brothers. The Lumiere brothers invented the cinematograph, mm-hmm. which was the first machine that could both record and project film. That's called the cinematograph, and it's the, sure. the famous story about it when they played it in the... Uh, I guess the first cinema, I guess it would have been, when they showed it to an audience, it was a famous bit of footage of a train coming into the station mm-hmm. and people from the audience got up and ran because they thought oh, wow. the train was genuinely coming towards them because they'd never seen anything like that before. No. They'd not seen a film before. Right. And that was filmed on the cinematograph and I played Auguste Lumiere with what would probably be considered rather a dodgy French accent now. Oh, okay. But I think it was quite accurate. It wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't do like a pretend accent. I did it as accurate as could. Were they the ones that had the, the moon, the speaking moon? No. Who was that then? Fritz Lang. Oh, okay. I was it Fritz Lang? I don't in know that it was. I don't no, know if it was Metropolis. No. No, I think Fritz with the rocket in the head. Yeah, but you moon. know, there's like which they've done, which they sort of uh, pastiche of the mighty boots. I still think the... that was. I think that was a Fritz Lang film. Oh, I okay. I think so. Should we check? I thought Put it was Lumiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is all because you tried to challenge me on facts, and it turned out I, I knew more than I thought I knew. You do know a lot. I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm a really clever boy. Just because I act silly sometimes, it means I'm not really smart. I've got A levels <laughs> in a degree. <laughs> Sorry, to the moon. Just hang on. And I've also. Um, oh, who's it by? I've also uh, got gold, bronze, and silver life saving something. Great. Right. Um, I won an award for that podcast. George Melly. Melly. Okay. Um, which also, uh, they asked me to be a judge. Oh, the swimming team? No, no. That award that I won last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've asked me to be a judge for this year's award and I've turned it down. What? Didn't want to do it. Oh, right. Okay. Good fact. Busy as well. Busy Good as fact. Well. I feel like I've interrupted Alice Cooper. Can I just start it again? What Alice Cooper? What is it? How do I start it again? Oh, it's gone. Nothing wrong with Alice Cooper. I never said that. I do hear him every Friday on Nick Helms. Oh, is that why there's so on the system? I did. Well, yeah, every week we have oh, to download a new one. There's good a... on him. Mm. Right, here's Alice Cooper clones. We're going to play all Alice Cooper today. Alice Cooper clones, the first of 50 Alice Cooper tracks that I'm going to play today, I've decided. <laughs> there are actually f- There's at least 50 on, on there. screen. I'm going to yeah. play them, I'm going to play them all. I got his new album the other day, do you know that? I do like Alice Cooper. Keep it's just shouting. that Nick Helm, because he plays them every single week, All the, I have to download all Helm of these really songs. Alice Cooper, doesn't he? It's his favourite. Like I he, like him as well. Yeah, it's really I good. I saw him in it's 3D good. once. Oh. Not live, but oh, I, saw, okay. I saw him in 3D. Halloween party thing. Oh. We're joined now by James Harkin and Dan Scriber. Schreiber. Oh, fuck off. No, no, no one knows oh, it. Sh- Scri- Scriber. Scriber. Scriber sounds better. Schreiber. 
Schreiber. Is it Schreiber? Yeah. Just take the say out. Oh my god, you're right. That's been, the, that's been the bane of <laughs> yeah. my... You've just cracked how I, to pronounce I, I it. I appreciate there'd be a family heritage thing, you know, and the amount of time around with your mum or whatever, but that, yeah. that would make it easy for us. Got to get with the times, got to evolve. Yeah. Um, I was annoyed when I saw you at Guests. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because I, I remembered that you beat the Parapod in an award once. Yeah, the Trottle yeah. Awards. Yeah. yeah. But we did, we did thank you on stage for not I, winning. I also <laughs> seem to recall that. I yeah. Because Do I think Dodds went to that ceremony. He I did. I won't go to the Trottle Awards anymore. I went to one and hated it. Um, and I like Chortle, I don't mind Chortle, but I, I didn't like that awards. And he said, oh no, they were really, one of the lads said something really nice about the Parapod, on it. I went, okay, that's nice. Well, I'd, I was the one who was talking, I, and I do listen to the Parapod, so oh, it was yeah. a genuine, because uh, I, I, love, I love that stuff <coughs> as well, but I'm in your position, I'm the sceptic, but I love, yeah, I love yeah. talking about it, I love hearing about it. Because you really slagged off Richard Herring at that awards, didn't you? Oh man, I made the biggest mistake. Uh, did you really? Yeah, we got up on stage and Herring gave me a hug as we went up and he went, oh, you toppled me because he'd won. Yeah, he'd won it. Yeah. yeah, and so I said, oh, we've toppled Kim Jong Herring or something like that, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. yeah, I came off stage and Alex Edelman, another comedian, yeah, no, walked up to him and he went, congratulations, you're now the most hated comedian in this room. Oh, wow, shit. and that was Alex Edelman saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's some doing, that takes some doing, doesn't it? Do you remember when Alex Edelman used to be just a fan? He's, yeah. he's just been knocking about comedy. Oh, we love Alex, don't so, we? Well, yeah, same, yeah. but it's weird that he was like, everyone just thought he was like, not, not weird in a horrible way, but just like... Oh, it's that lad. He's from America. He just like he loves all the comedy. And yeah, he and all then the it turned out he was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> turns out he's one of the best. I feel like he was stealing off everyone. Do you I really? Feel, not stealing material. I think he was going right. I'll have a bit of that. I'll have a bit of that, and I'm going to construct the perfect comedian. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what it became. Possible. Do you know who else did that? Not didn't. I don't know. <laughs> but do you know who else was a surprise person in, in comedy? Was Mark Wotton? Oh yeah, Mark you know Wotton. Who Shirley goes yes, from? yeah, Mark Wotton, and he used to be in just he used to work the door at the canal cafe that was his job he ran the canal cafe theater and booked it and everything so we all knew mark for years and he was just like he'd ring up and say do you want to come do a run and, and you know he'd book you in and that and you go down and he'd be in that little hut. i don't know if it's like that anymore but it used to be a little just a little hutch thing as you walk through the door of the canal cafe and he'd just be in there doing the tickets and that and then suddenly he went to edinburgh doing psychedelic and then was on telly the next year. It was like, where the fuck's this come from? <laughs> it was just that bloke who used to sell tickets. And like, they fly under the radar. Yeah. There must be more. I'm trying to think of one. James, you are? Danny well, Wallace. Am I? Wallace, yeah. I think Jason Manford used to work in the clubs, didn't he, before? He, like, he worked doing glass collecting or something. He did it at Frog and Bucket, but, yeah, I, yeah. but I think he also, I think he did perform as well. I'm pretty sure Dan Nightingale also worked mm. behind the bar at the Frog, and I think that he was always a performer as well. I don't know if Jason was ever not a performer. Maybe he wasn't. Hate yeah. all these people. Do you not hate all these people? What talented people? They're not talented. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about luck, innit? Yeah. So um, I've got your book. It's called Book of the Year 2018. No such thing. Uh, Nat thought it was called No Such Thing as Fish until literally five minutes ago. <laughs> That's all right. Did. That's all right. Yeah. If you Google that, you'll find it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll tell you now, innit? <laughs> we made the title a bit small on the cover. If that was the case. Well, you were one of them podcasts again which I think I'm trying to think of a, another example of it but the, but that seemed to arrive fully formed I don't know if it was or not but it's certainly from a perceptive the perception I had of it was it seemed to just arrive the porno one as well I think was like that mm. yeah where, where it just like what's that what's that? why is that number one 
Yeah. You know, and something was just there. Yeah. Huge. Well, we think the tip of having a successful podcast is having a massive BBC Two show. Off yeah, the back yeah, yeah. Of it. Why would you ever start one without a massive BBC Two comedy <laughs> show behind you? In a sense, that would make any awards really unfair, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know one year when fucking Netflix was up for the internet? Oh, award? that's right. <laughs> We were all like, what the fuck? Are we competing with Netflix? <laughs> but we also did a whole load of practice, didn't we? Yeah, like, we did. Well, James and I, um, both of us are Radio 4 people, yeah, as yeah. in we only one show, Museum of Curiosity, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. still on. I, I started as producer, James then took over as producer. So okay. by the time we made a podcast, we brought a bit of radio mentality yeah, to yeah. it. We did like 40 pilot. I mean, that's overstretching it a bit, but we did about 40 pilots of fish. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. just every week we just go back into the room, go, did that work? That didn't work. Yeah. So, our very first pilot episode. None released. Our okay. pilot episode was an edited version of about 30 different wow, segments okay. from. Okay. Yeah, so. Um, and then carelessly at the end of you. At the end of it, you said something like, "We'll be back again next week." Yeah, and then we didn't have any more material, and we were just like, "Oh it. fuck!" Yeah, but that, but that was great because it meant we just had to do it. It was then a real thing. Yeah. people like can't wait for next week, and um, yeah, I know what you mean though because we at the beginning we got a few listens and it started building quite quickly and I think what happened was we got how did we get I can't remember how we got to number one but in the week that we got to number one Serial exploded Okay, and so everyone in Britain was looking for the British equivalent like yeah. what's doing well and we were a British podcast and we were sitting at the top so we're obviously not Serial for anyone who doesn't know who we are yeah we're not we're not a crime <laughs> but, but Serial yeah. you're right though Serial certainly drove people that didn't listen to podcasts mm. to podcasts so Definitely. I guess that would be a good time to be riding high in the charts. Yeah, exactly. Because people would try different stuff. And I, th and I think if you've got a half-decent idea, if it's not just two people sat chatting in a room or whatever, well, then... That's the thing. We always say, like, because, yeah, it's awesome to have a big show like QI behind you, but mm. it's like with stand-up comedy. If you're... In, I, it, countless massive comedians from Chris Rock to Seinfeld always say mm. this. You know, you've got about three minutes grace, yeah. and then if you're not funny you're going to be heckled yeah. and you need a good podcast you qi gets you you know someone to check it out It'll but get it, through the door exactly but yeah. it won't keep them in there and i think fortunately we managed to land on a solid idea which is just being dorks <laughs> no but, yeah, but i think there, there is a i'm something as well there were two other podcasts but do you remember that there was a mock the week podcast no and they spelt week like w-e-a-k okay oh, okay and that hit number one one week because everyone thought it was from Mot the Week, the TV show. Oh, right, okay. And that went, just went to number one. And then obviously people were like, what, what's that? And there was an Alan Partridge one as well, the Alan Partridge podcast, which went straight to number one. It was just some fans had made a podcast. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it was any good or not, but I know that it went up and then gone, for, yeah. you know, gone forever. You, you're right. Alan Murray always says that, that the job remains the same. So no matter how famous you are, no matter you know what, what mm. you've got behind you, the job of stand-up remains the same. Once you're on that stage, you still yeah. got to do all the same things you've always got to do. Otherwise, you will die in your ass, no matter who you are. Yeah, and um, I think that's totally true. And I don't, I don't recall no such thing as a fish being heavily promote cross promoted with QI. But was it? No, no we we actively stepped away from it because yeah. we wanted to turn it into our own thing. When it started getting good, and we really felt it was a thing, we suddenly got excited by the fact that we created something different. So yeah. we didn't want to piggyback off, you know the parents we yeah, wanted to of course, kind of of course as it were yeah we got um quite an early retweet from Stephen fry didn't we 
which helped us, Definitely. I think. And a few, we have a social media um, kind of platform that QI has, so we use that a little bit. Okay. But other than that, yeah, we've really tried to move away from it. And that's like with this book, for instance, there's no QI mentioned in this book whatsoever. Okay, is that probably legal or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so it's annoying because James has got another book out this year, which is an, an amazing QI book. It's 2000 Facts. James is the sort of the head writer oh, of all of QI. Nice. Hmm. Um, you don't often get this, do you? Well, but, double plugging. Like, support, oh, no, actually supporting each other. No, that is really nice. I'm enjoying this. No, so, if Don's yeah. on the book, I'd be like... No, he wouldn't mention <laughs> But yeah, so no, we are, we're heavily connected, and particularly with James, but we're, uh, it's just fun knowing that you can try and make something. You're, it's like doing anything, you know, stand-up yeah. or whatever. It's, it's, you know, when you get a joke for just your own joke, yeah, not yeah. because you happen to be someone famous. Ah, oh, it's the best feeling in the world. What's your thoughts on them with, with podcast? Because I'll, I'll tell you, I don't want to make it awkward for you, but I was talking to Richard Herring earlier on today, um, and we were chatting. He ended up just coming in, because we, we just bumped into each other, and we just had a long chat. But we were talking about podcasts, and we were talking about the... Uh, he, he thinks it's a it's a changing time in podcasts now. He thinks that it's going to be um, very ad-orientated, which I think it is already to a degree, but he thinks it be very ad-orientated, although you can still do independent stuff and all that. But he thinks... It's a it's a very interesting. We we basically discussed how lucky me and him were. I started a year before him, but how lucky we were that we got in at the time we got in. Mm. Because maybe not so much for Richard, but certainly for me, if I started podcast now, I'd be swallowed up with the rest of it. So like mm. certainly, no matter how good I thought it was, it'd be swallowed up. But I got in. At the time I started podcasting, it was only me and Gervais who were doing bespoke podcasts. Yeah, really. wow. In comedy podcasts. Yeah. Um, or certainly that's how it seemed it was always us too you know, that so was you the, were pre-herring yeah, by yeah, a year yeah, is yeah, what yeah, you mean right yeah, yeah. that's important you tell as many people as possible because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he often claims that I've ripped him off and he often and it's been in press and stuff that he started the comedy podcast which is bollocks <laughs> and was it lie. Peacock and Gamble was that the podcast no, it was the Ray Peacock podcast right yeah, okay that was before, before that, that, that right. was, I think 2006 I think it was something like that um, <clears throat> but wasn't a plan. I hadn't planned to do that. I hadn't gone, oh, that's what's happening. I'll, I can, I'll do that because that's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. It was born out of desperation completely. Just having nothing else to do. So what's the theory? That it's changing to what? That he thinks it's now um, turning into, into a more professional environment. I think that's definitely true. Yeah. I think a lot of comedians are now starting to do it because they see it as a way of getting their material across without you know commissioners telling them what to do yeah but then the more and more people come in the more difficult it is for anyone to kind of get a foothold isn't it well particularly if people are making shit mm. i think so that's when the, I, I i'm always slightly because from time to time i'm sure you get it as well you get people sort of say to you oh have you any advice on doing podcasts or you, you know fans will still go i'm going to do my own podcast what, what do you think and i've always said always edit always have yeah. an idea don't, I just, think don't just sit and chat. Definitely yeah. editing is the main thing. Yeah. Like, we edit properly, like, as if it was a Radio 4 show, yeah. show. So we properly, you know, we record three times more than we actually put out. Yeah. And that just makes such a big difference to the olden days when people weren't editing at all and they were putting out four hours of just chat and... Yeah, painful, yeah. wasn't it? So painful. Yeah. And so hard to find where the meat of the show was. If yeah. you didn't have time, if you're like, oh, no, they're doing all this sort of, oh, is the microphone on? Oh, wait, oh wait I need to go to the toilet. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll just hum a song while you're gone. Like, what yeah. is this still doing in here? Why am I hearing this? And, and also, so, so I guess the issue with that is if you've got 100 people doing that and two editing them, you can go, well, them two will rise to the top. But that ain't necessarily so, because it could be that somebody who's coming into podcasts to listen to them for the first time don't happen to hear those two and yeah. they're like oh I don't want to hit if that's what they're all like I don't want to listen to that it's really 
boring to listen to. Yeah. So, um, we are editing this, aren't we? This one. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all editing. There's, right. there's a decent chance you won't be in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to speak to Hannah Spirit. If, if she's really good, then. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I fully respect you and your work, but S Club in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Is that Hannah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was at the Troll Awards uh, that night. Was she? Yeah, you weren't there. No, I wasn't. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. She, um, she presented an award. Imagine if she presented you with that award. Oh, that would have been Was amazing. She's the one who didn't know how to pronounce James A. Yes, name. that's right. She called him a caster or something like that. In, the in fact, I, think, I, I like calling him that. I think he won pretty much every award, and no one knew how to pronounce his name. He was really weird, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's really weird. He, um, I, I stood behind Harris Spirit. I was talking to you before. Can I just that. say she has just cancelled? Oh, she really? Yeah, she has. No. I didn't know where to bring this in. We're in. We're she in. She's very, very pregnant. And um, what, what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. It's what, has Toby he, has he got his foot in her mouth? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just Toby just texted me and said Hannah's cancelled, and you I was maybe like, get why? Bradley or one of the others? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like Paul. Actually, it was my yeah. favourite. No, well, I want Bradley. Sorry. Right, can you ring her back and ask her for the other six numbers of S Club? I mean, she's not talking about S Club, is she? So she's No, but that's what I want to do now. Okay. She might not want to talk about S Club. What's she talking about? She's talking about I Dog. Yeah, film. What's I Dog? I Dog is a film that she's in. I'm going to really slag it off. That's exciting. Yeah. I read the film. Who cancels that close to an interview? I know. Well, she's suddenly very pregnant. She might be in labour. She might be in labour. I don't know. She just got pregnant. Maybe she's just been for a wheel on one of them stick things. Going, uh, oh my yeah. god, I've got to now speak to my husband. Maybe well, I think so. No, but her PR was like she's very. That's why she couldn't come in because she's too pregnant to come in, and now too pregnant to answer the phone. Wow, well, uh, that's that's seriously <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> that's really. No, pregnant, I remember when it? my wife got that pregnant. Yeah. It happened like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it's a half hour window. <laughs> I mean, she was fine at four o'clock. But you get suddenly the pregnancy. And we can't even say it's because she's listening to this now because no. it's a pre record. <laughs> so she's not just heard I'm talking to people going, I'm not talking to him. No. <laughs> right. We'll come back to you, but you, are you busy? No. no. Right, you, right, you're staying. <laughs> um, well, well done, you've made the cut. This is the opposite of being bumped. You've actually been promoted. The show. You could ask us the questions you were going to ask Hannah. We could just. Yeah, right. you think I had any questions from there. <laughs> Did you get, have you got the impression that I had stuff prepped for you? I, no. I, I just like chatting. Right. So, um, <laughs> I dog. Uh, this cell sounds very interesting. We are going to come back to your book, by the way. This is a little <clears throat> side bit. Yeah. So, um, Dan. Yeah. Your character is Natalie. That's right. Yeah. In I dog. Tell me about Natalie. Well, your intelligent, cutting wit, and strong world. And, and the dog? Or no, you're not a dog. No, no, no. In the okay. blurb, it doesn't seem like. I think read the blurb so I we mean, get, we know what it's about. Hang on, right, right. Look, if you just bark your way through, J- James, 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 hello. I was go- I was gonna like be a bit cruel about Hannah Spirit and all that. No, don't. don't I was do gonna that. take the piss. No, but I didn't. We don't need to call her a dog. No, <laughs> oh, God. I slipped on you. There's no need. There's no need for that. So there's no. Nope. Right, you've lowered the tone. Wait, she told me you lot were clever. James is a Steps fan anyway, so... Yeah, I, I was always a Steps fan, not an S-Club fan, oh, so... Why are we going in on Hannah now? I like, I like yeah, Hannah. Thank you, I'm thank a big you. Hannah fan. I wish she presented our Chortle Award. That would have been very nice. I stood behind her at a Comic-Con once. Did you? Yeah. What was she doing at Comic-Con? I think she was in some program. Pr- um, Primeval she was in. Right. Is that the dinosaur thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was in that, so she was doing a sign-in. And I was there... I wasn't a guest, but I'd, I'd gone to see um, Chris Barry and Danny John Jules. Because you were in Red Dwarf. I was, yeah, but mm, I about work cool. on Red Dwarf as well. Yeah. So I'd gone down. I was going to go to the thing anyway, because I'd been given some tickets for it. Um, but I went to see Chris and Danny. And so I was stood with them, and she was on the next table. And she honestly, I'm sure she wasn't, but she looked like a broken person. 
Like really, like look really unhappy and really sort. Why is she pregnant? That's a good point, actually. Because her right. phone was ringing for yeah, ages. Yeah, she must have just got really pregnant. <laughs> oh. I forgot that. Oh, that you know, things just all slot into place. There we go. She was just sat there, oh. like mute. <laughs> and her yeah. phone was just ringing on the table in front of her. Uh, well, to be honest, I've got... She okay. looked fed up. She looked fed up. I'm just reading the email from her PR where it says, so sorry to do this last minute, but Hannah's feeling awful, brackets, pregnancy issues. Oh. So, you know. Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. She's mega Is apologetic, it? but she just wants to give a good interview. Right. So you know that's nice. But can you can you say okay? Thanks for letting us know. But Ian is currently interviewing other people and, <laughs> and pretending they are Hannah. So oh, it, yeah, yeah. It, might, it might be in her interest to battle through this one. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment there's a bloke off a podcast. Brackets. It is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be Hannah's spirit and spouting all manner of shit about them. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. We were just talking then. <laughs> no, you're still being dumb. <laughs> um, so you're intelligent, cutting, wet and strong world in iDog. Yeah. Yeah, I requested the script to be made like that and to be showing my intelligence it's next to a dog for you, wasn't it? It was a very <laughs> difficult role. Sorry, I'm, I'm the human, aren't I? Yeah, well, I think so, yeah. We don't right. know what the... F- yeah. Can you read us about what the film's about? I don't about? have to because, of course, we've got the writer here. James, oh, okay, James, right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. He's the writer of iDog and he's yeah, been... T- yeah, so iDog, right. it's, it's, it's an intriguing title, James. What's the, um, what's the, what's the gig with iDog? So, um, <laughs> dogs... Animals, of course. Of course they are, yes. And <laughs> most humans would not say that they were a dog. Mm. But really, I thought, I dog. <laughs> it kind of, it's, it juxtaposes the human side and the animal side. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's when I heard him say that, I said, I've got to be a part I'm of in, this. I'm yeah. In, yeah, I'm in. yeah, despite I, my pregnancy. I'm going to, do you know what? I'm going to put the gestation off by a couple of months. Yeah. And then I'm going to get suddenly heavily pregnant in one batch. I actually only asked you after Bradley said no. Um, That's interesting because you you know what? You've hit on something there. And rarely, um, James, do I think, like writers, obviously, good writers, will will find things that seem so obvious that no one's ever read about. But you're right. Most humans. And not dogs. That aren't dogs and don't consider themselves no. stuff. So what you've done, you've just looked at it and gone, well, what if somebody did? A lot of dogs... I, I dog? There is a theory that a lot of dogs see humans as a big dog. Is that as, true? Is that yeah, that true? is actually yeah, true. Okay. And so I thought maybe flip it around. <laughs> yeah. Right. They see themselves as a small human. Yes. And, right. And, and in the film... Uh, <laughs> I should know that. Um, it's a bit late for me to find that out. Did your, well, does your character look at the dogs in the film as humans? Um, hmm. Did I do that? I. Uh, and excellent, s- excellent thinking time. <laughs> <laughs> that was exceptional thinking time. <laughs> in certain scenes, I definitely did. Yeah. In other scenes, um, and I got told off a lot by the director because they, yeah. they could see I could. He could see I was thinking it was a dog. Well, James directed as well. So what, yes. what was the issue there? Well, the issue was we, it's very hard to get dogs to act, and so we yeah, had to yeah. use two humans in a dog suit. Of which one was Dan? Yeah. Oh, you mean, so there was somebody else in the suit with them? Yes, there was. Oh, was that no, no, one? I'm not in a suit. I'm a Wait, what's going on? Dog, I thought I'm the human. Oh, you haven't seen the edit, have you? No. <laughs> Am I the human or the dog? You've had, uh, a, you've had a dog CJ over the top of you. Have I? <laughs> it's like Scooby-Doo, essentially. You're kidding. <laughs> That's why you're in that skin-tight green thing all the way through. I thought I was Natalie. I thought I'm Natalie in this movie. Yeah. No, we've completely dismissed the real premise. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I was the back legs. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> still called Natalie, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just the back legs. And you had... Um, 
Is this right? Have I read the tra- that Christopher Biggins was the front of the dog? <laughs> well, we did ask him. Yeah. Oh, so he didn't uh, actually do it? He refused to work with Dan, unfortunately. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, there yeah. was an issue in there. So who was the front of the dog in the end? I can't remember. Was it one of Steps or...? No. No. It was, um... Uh, should have just gone with Biggins. My idea, Biggins was good. He should have just gone with it. It was very weird. Rudy Giuliani. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really odd choice, but, you know, he um, he took time off from Washington. Yeah. And, yeah, it was very exciting to be working with him. Was it? Was it not? But did, I didn't really did see him. He was in front of me. But. <laughs> <laughs> but you could tell, I guess. Yeah. He smelled great. So did you not spend any any downtime with him on set, or was it? Oh, you always locked into the suit. No, always locked into the suit. I'm a bit method. <laughs> <laughs> but weirdly, it's only the back of me that needs to be method. Yeah, yeah. The top half, I could just be a normal human, yeah. but I just left that. Was I let you, the legs do the talking. You, did you have your arms around his waist when you're behind, or did you just keep them tucked into yourself? I kept them tucked in. What I did was I, I perched my nose sort of in the sort of top cleft of his buttock. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Which some people would say that's weird, but I understand that's, that makes sense, doesn't it? I'm the butt, yeah. Yeah, logistical sense. Um, so you had your nose in Rudy Giuliani's bottom. The top bit. Oh, just no, the, no, just no, the no, clefty no, bit. I'm not accusing you of anything untoward. Um, and you just, he just stayed like that. So I guess, did you never chat? Well... It was a bit muffled what came out. <laughs> he, again, so I'm just going to ask you, James, as the director and sure. writer of this. Um, did did Rudy was he aware even that Dan was behind him? <laughs> <laughs> we originally wrote the script as a two-legged dog, yeah, um, okay. but then people said it wasn't really realistic, <laughs> so we had to cast someone else to be behind him. Makes sense. <laughs> What because the suit ended with the two legs and it was just a human yes. sort of yeah. on all fours at the back, so that, that didn't work. Yeah, so they just put it all in one set. So like, they added me, yeah. It's really, isn't it amazing what they can do nowadays? And what are your <laughs> hopes for the film, James? Well, What's your goal with it? Um, just get the Amazon book chart. I, I dog too, obviously, we're working on it at the moment. Yeah, whereas <laughs> I, I dog. I, yeah. I, I, I dog is good. It's about, <laughs> it's about a sailor dog, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's now taken over, and right. he just gives commands on the ship. Right, okay. Aye, aye, dog. Are you back for that? For aye, aye, dog? Yeah, I'm actually front for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I've promoted. Oh yeah, okay, that's good. So what, he's really not doing it. Rudy's really, no. So do you know who you're going to have behind you? I'm, not, I'm very excited to learn. We'll who might might get a scoop today. So James, who is it? Uh, is we it haven't back decided to Biggins? yet. No, <laughs> Biggins is in the frame. I have to Biggins say, Biggins would do. Just don't get him an Uber. Oh, don't no. get don't. Oh. Don't get big into an Uber. Who okay. gets your points down? I got him an Uber. I've never recovered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My points. Joking. I'm trying everything. I'm getting Ubers around the block to try and get the numbers up. Never. I've never been marked <laughs> up. <laughs> Biggins got two Ubers on Nuts account. He <laughs> <laughs> fucking decimated yeah. them. <laughs> really. Both of them. And we don't know to this day what happened. We've got no idea what, what happened. I gave my Uber driver a kind of tango the other week and I still didn't get marked up. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't would, know what I, I can do. There's no way of finding out. You're not contesting. No, it find there's, out there's no way to know. Is what there? Was what, what, to did he, done. what did he do in those Ubers? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing you know story what's worse? This. When we came in the studio, I told him to his face about the first one. He just laughed. I was there. He just no, laughed, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. I said, he what? just fronted it out. Yeah. We went, what happened? He went, oh, I don't know. 
Oh, heavens. <laughs> so, yeah, so II Dog, um, when are we looking at that being released? Uh, 2023. Wow. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's it's not bad. It's all CGI and stuff. Yeah, a lot, yeah. Of posts. Yeah, all that. a lot of posts. <laughs> How exciting. And in the meantime, you've got a book. Yes. Good luck with that. Thank you. We've <laughs> 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 got two books, I believe. Yours is something about a fact or something. Um, how exciting. Well, that's nice. And Well, best of luck with I Dog. That sounds like really... <laughs> Thank you. Is it got a cinema release? Oh, good point. No, yeah. Uh, just one cinema. It's just one. Once a month um, at the Prince Charles Cinema, no. maybe? No, it's in Warrington somewhere. In Warrington? Yeah, really? Yeah. Where oh. um, is it? Is there an Odeon there? <laughs> there's, not, there's not an Odeon. I oh. know oh, Westbrook is an Odeon, I think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think Westbrook is an Odeon. Yeah, that's the one then. Okay. Just one screen. One well, what's the Odeon in the, in the town centre, but I think that's gone now. Yeah, they all have, haven't they? Yeah, We're very cool. excited because iDog is actually based on a podcast. And so <laughs> when this is released next month, it is going to be the first ever podcast turned into a movie for cinematic release. <laughs> isn't ne- that exciting? Not next month? <laughs> yeah, next month. That is exciting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um... Can you, Nat, yeah. I think you're brilliant on the air. Can you finish this interview while I go and um, do some, like, really fast editing? <laughs> <laughs> really, really fast editing around reshoots that are, aren't now going to happen. <laughs> do you know what? I don't even know if that's true about the Parable movie. I can't think we of another think one. I can't. Yeah. I can't. We're sure it must be true. But if one came out in between times, what would count? Ours was made first. I think it would be mm. ours that we that we put out before you. Yeah, it would be. It's whatever's released. I yeah, think. but have you got ghosts in yours? Mm. Oh. Have you got ghosts in yours? Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, I mean, I'm being a bit disingenuous there. Because um, the producer has t- told me recently that I should start dropping hints about some of the things that do happen in that film. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I don't think I'm quite ready to yet. But it's not necessarily what you would think it's going to be. Ooh. That film. The Parapod film. That is a hint. Whereas, uh, whereas I Dog is. <laughs> is exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah, we've gone straight down. <laughs> it's almost someone's just taken the words I Dog yeah, and yeah. <laughs> to exactly what they think it is. I mean, I'm... <laughs> What do you think I Dog is about? I'm relatively confident yeah. that James and his improvisation the, nailed the it. Actual, <laughs> the actual info on I Dog. I'm so relatively confident you are. that what he said is exactly what happened. No, I think it's about dogs running a town or something. I'm interpreting from the paragraph. Is she just it. a voice in it then? No, it's, it's, she's in it. She's a human in it, played Natalie. In fairness, there's a dark conspiracy that unfolds about control and obedience. Who's right. the fuck? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that shit can oh. I put a song on? I'm going to keep you because I want to talk anything? about your book properly yeah sure um, but I'm going to put a song on it's not started it's a fade in it's taking too long it's nine to eight seconds till it starts Wait. singing will that do that does start start No, but normally you will have a go at a song for fading. You don't like fades, do you? I don't like it at all. Uh, We're still joined by James Harkin and Dan Schreiber from No Such Thing as a Fish. I'm just literally mentally blocking that sea. (laughs) (laughs) Just in my head, I'm just going, don't don't even look at the sea. (laughs) Um, So the book... You, is this, this not, isn't it even your first one, is it, for No Such Things? No, it's our second. Can I, <laughs> I not do, like, I could do a ghost book. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, do it. I've written one. Just can't bring it out yet, because of the film. Ah, oh, okay. There's loads of spoilers for the film in the book. 
but it's nearly finished. Who's your publisher? Would they ever meet him at a major event? We'll see what we can do. <laughs> F. Oh no, that's Penguin Random House. Is oh, oh, is wonderful right. publishers. Right. Yeah, but they're big, aren't they? Oh, hang on though, because mine hasn't got loads of pictures like yours. <laughs> <laughs> mine has got loads of writing. <laughs> tell me about how the. So when you do the books, do you all do that? Is that a thing you all do together? Yeah, the four of us do it together. Do you tell you, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so really this is it. the second one. We did one last year. Um, the idea of it was to see if we could do something that's just kind of like a Guinness or a Ripley's. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it's just this thing. annual thing. Yeah. And yeah, and. Um, most of it we, is not even it's all new stuff it's not from the podcast so okay. we've been making yeah. the podcast in the background but the real idea behind it was when we do the podcast we just talk about interesting facts from effectively the creation of the universe until now so yeah. it's a wide area to pick from yeah so we kept thinking you know in a single year is can a single year be as interesting as most of these other years that we're picking from because okay. so many things happen like everything that's happened has to happen at some point right uh, why not 2018 well, 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 or 17 that, that was an amazing sentence <laughs> <laughs> I, I just always think when when did this stuff have the time to happen and it turns out it's happened the in the is, time between now and stop before stop happened <laughs> you're, making, you're making it lose happen. its meaning <laughs> <laughs> now I don't even know if happened is the right word for what he's on about <laughs> Um, no, that's totally right, though, isn't it? Yes, it's got to happen at some point. So. Well, and also, <laughs> so we things thought, that happen have got to happen at some point, and right. we got so excited because we're like, "Oh, I bet some of it happens this year," and it did. And <laughs> did it happen? Yeah, so we collected it and we put it in the book. Right. Yeah. Um, does one of you drive this? I suspect it's James. Um, yeah, yeah I really. Think the driving force. I wouldn't say that really. Who is then? Oh, no, I think for the I think for the book Maybe for the the editorial kind mm. of um, the time. It's a very it's a book that has to be written in the space of about four months, yeah. and we have to be careful because it's a book of the year that ends before. Well, we hand it in before it's it's here. It's, well, it, well, it's here I don't know if you've yeah. noticed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's, it's October, October. and things might still happen. Well, we're banking on them not. So oh, I love something to happen today. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. The Queen could die. Yeah. No. no, she could. She could one day. And imagine that. Imagine if your book is on about, oh, book of the year. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, get that for Christmas. Oh, but there'll be a sad bit, won't there, about the Queen. And they go through it and they're like, well, how did they not BBC. That? Yeah. <laughs> I am appalled <laughs> that there are no such things as fish podcast people didn't even reference the parting <laughs> of our monarch. In fact, I think the only things we mentioned about the Queen is that we found out this year that her cows um, have water mattresses that they sleep on, that oh, yeah, they are true. milked by robots, and that she had to uh, get rid of her bra manufacturer this year because mm. they released details. Oh yeah, Rigby and Pella, mm. yeah. who are also the bra manufacturers for Kim Kardashian mm. and someone else. Good one. I Expensive. Hope, I hope that one of the cow robots malfunctions. Right. <laughs> Gets into Buckingham Palace, right? Right. Picks the Queen up by a bra. Oh no! Swings it, swings around oh. its head, and throws her out the window. And that's how she goes. That's how she goes. Oh. And then you're you're thinking that looked really inappropriate. I'm thinking that'd be annoying because that's a very interesting fact. If that'd that did happen, and that, that would truly be a. What other things can we predict? I don't know. Uh, we've not done it because we were told to do that recently, weren't we? Because you've got, you know, you've got to like practice when the Queen dies. Yeah. Mm. We well, do it sometimes. We yeah. were told to by just the listener. Have you updated your obit? We should have a little practice every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> so, as, for what sure, we would do update the your obit. Mm. Yeah. What has she done that would sort of need updating know, for, the, new, for the big might be a new stamp just come out or something yeah yeah do you think she'll, she'll be coin. pissed off if that's not in her obit <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> up in heaven going, oh, they didn't mention the 70,000th yeah. stamp <laughs> edition. That, that was really... I love that one. Look at all the stamp achievements. That's, that's what I would say. I would say she's done well on all the money, didn't she? She went that, to some weddings, didn't she? She had a wedding. This had a week, wedding she did the Eugenie one and the, the Megan and what's it, Harry wedding? Eugenie. Eugenie, yeah. that's her. The, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The, she's she got married. Sarah Ferguson's oh, the, daughter. How is she? Yeah, she was there, the queen. She's only about four, though, isn't she? You, oh, no. I'm assuming oh, she's at least she 18. No, no, yeah, she's in her late 20s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Passes, she's, time passes, doesn't it? Oh. <laughs> I remember when she was yeah, big. Yes. She running about. A long time ago. And then, ago. of course, there was that recent scandal with the toe sucking. That's her mum. <laughs> that was Sarah. She remember that. That wasn't her. Like, Royal family never recovered. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, the old bit sorted yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's no wonder cool. they want it updated. You're 28 years out of date. Yeah, yeah. It's been like 40 stamps since then, bud. Well, I don't feel like anyone will be listening to this show when the Queen dies. Mm, well, they probably will to see what you say, to see actually what you do say. Do you remember yeah. when Tom Binns did that thing when he was on that radio sh- uh, Tom Binns was doing a Christmas radio show on some radio station and he he, he, he faded out the Queen's speech at Christmas. it was on Christmas Day and he faded it out and said it was boring but it's because he hadn't been told that he, he, it was even going to be it was, actually wasn't meant to be on the show and it came in as a crossfade as an right, accident okay. so he just faded it back out and said oh it's boring isn't it and it's big like national press yeah. no, fading was, out I, the I think he got oh no I can't that's when, that. when he was a proper radio DJ as yeah, opposed to a one, parody yeah. one really. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was that's good true. on the radio as well Tom. Yeah, yeah, I think he still yeah. does it from time to time He's had a nice career, hasn't he? But back to you. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you... Are, are you... It sounds like a trite question, but I actually mean this, and I would ask you to consider your answer. Did you expect it to be how it has been with your podcast? As in that we've been quite successful? Yeah. Definitely not. Did no you way. really not? Oh, no way. Uh, well, I didn't, actually. I think Dan did. I'm the opposite. I <laughs> was, you? yeah, from the get-go, I, as soon as I heard the pilot, I said, this is going to be the biggest podcast in the country. Did not, you really? Yeah, okay. but not, not in a, um, uh, I was listening as a producer as well as a voice on okay. it, and I just thought, this is, I love listening to this. And yeah. when you do something that's so full of facts, we rarely put ourselves into it. You you forget because you're on the fly and you're trying to jam with the, the ideas within the facts and stuff. So when you listen back, it's like listening to someone else having a conversation. Yeah. And I was like, this is this is awesome. We've managed to bottle what we always thought would be a good chat to, to get as a thing. So yeah, immediately I was like, this is going to be huge. Winner, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I've like never performed in my life. And so when we went out, it was kind of just a fun thing that I was doing on the side from writing QI and, and doing okay. the museum and stuff like that. So it just seemed like a kind of a fun thing that we were doing. I didn't think it would become actually pretty much all that we ever do. I, yeah. I, I would have thought it would do well. Like, just as an idea, I would have thought that would do well. And yeah. Again, that brings back to the idea of podcasts, of, of having an idea and having something that to hang it on and something that has longevity as well. And as you say, a lot of things have happened and they've got to happen at some point. <laughs> exactly. They've, they've happened over time. And you've got a wealth of material there from year dot to now. Yeah, well, that's the thing, because with the podcast, so obviously with the book, we're restrained to this year. But yeah. with the podcast, so much has happened. We, yeah. when, when did it happen? started yeah. ages ago. <laughs> Honestly, like, we're talking a really Honestly. long time ago. <laughs> Honestly, it did. Seriously. 14.6 billion years ago, things started happening. And yeah. they haven't stopped yet. Yeah, They haven't nice. stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've, we've bottled the last bit of it in this book. Um, now, does that mean that that's ruled out for podcasts, though, now? Some of it makes it in. Yeah, occasionally it? it does, but yeah. generally speaking, we don't. 
put stuff like that in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, like Dan says, it's like an A to Z of the year. So we start with um, AA and then we work all the way down to Ziggurats. And we are writing it, all four of us, and we're taking each um, article ourselves and then we edit us. The whole four of us are editing each other's work on the fly all the time on the internet. Right. So. I'm surprised we haven't killed each other. It's really. amazing. Watching us work is like watching four Buddhists push to the <laughs> limit where okay. you have to, they just have to remind themselves they're a Buddhist and they're not allowed to get angry. Right. Like, that's how we are. We're it's hard. It's hard working with other people. When you've got four different, on the podcast, four different egos, four different approaches yeah. to suddenly, because we write this in one voice. So we're going, I think that's funny. I don't think that's funny. And when it's creative stuff like that it does get you sort of like oh, wound up and you want to yell and we're, we've never had an argument really we've had, yeah. we've our voices have gone loud but we've always we because we're doing it for the idea okay. you kind of that's where it's nice you separate it and go okay you're actually you've made a good point that is a better idea let's go so, with that. so you're a strong whole then uh, as, yeah. as a, a quartet yeah you, you, that i mean would it if anyone dropped out would that have a massive impact on what you do. I yeah. think so, yeah. Massive. Yeah. yeah. Any one of you could go. I think so, yeah. yeah. We couldn't really do it with, with the rest. But, um, like, for instance, the podcast is good because I edit it, yeah. so I get to decide what goes in. And so we can have the argument on the day, but at the end it's of the day, it's up to the editor, just isn't need, it? And you just win every argument. Yeah, exactly. and I can make easy. them say whatever I want. Yeah, you know? really easy. It's brilliant. Really but with this, it's kind of hard because they can see it in the book afterwards. They can say, wait a minute, you took that out. But, yeah. the, but what's stopping you going around like WH Smiths and just crossing bits out? <laughs> that is if, a really good point. If you want, take a pen around with you. I went round uh, WH Smiths, genuinely did this. Um, and put my name um, in the credits to all of Lee Matt's autobiography. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was annoyed that he hadn't mentioned me. Oh, right. <laughs> what did you do on it? I did the word nothing on the book. But <laughs> <laughs> I used to do the warm-up on not going out. I don't know oh, anymore, yeah. but I, used to, oh, I did right. like 10 series. Oh, 10 years anyway. Yeah, yeah. I did the warm-up on not going out, and I was just appalled that yeah, that's there was, wasn't even so much as a mention. It reminds me of the um, the party for the first QI book. Do you remember that? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the first QI book was the book of general ignorance, and we had a big okay. party of, of about it. Uh, and we stole Alan Davis's copy of the book and wrote our names in it. <laughs> yeah, so it, they wanted everyone, the elves, to sort of sign it. But John Lloyd and John Mitchinson, the, the writers of the book, and John Lloyd being the creator of QI, um, wrote this beautiful message to Alan, you know, just, we couldn't do this without you. This is amazing. We got our hands on the book, wrote, we're the real writers of this book. Don't believe this bullshit. <laughs> Signed our names. Did you scribble us out there? Uh, no, we left theirs. We Butlers, like, yeah. Butlers, <laughs> and then I think they threw it away and started again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know if Alan has that I copy. used to do that. I'm not going out every week. Someone would turn up with a copy. After Lee had wrote it, obviously, not before. But after Lee had wrote his autobiography, people would turn up with the book to get it signed on the night. And I used to spot them and say, oh, is that Lee's book? And they go, yeah. And I go, oh, do you want to get it signed? And they go, yes, please. And they pass it down. And I just sign it. <laughs> <laughs> I just send it back up to them. And I would actually make a point of not getting it to Lee. There was one night where I got the entire audience and crew to all sign it but Lee wasn't allowed to sign it <laughs> <laughs> they were proper gutted about it oh, it's a good book I like Lee's book Lee's book? yeah do you not think, do you not think they're glaring omissions? <laughs> I, do you know I got to the final page of the acknowledgements and thought yeah not in Johnny Vegas's book either and he's a mate hmm. you, that's not how you get into people's books well, you need friends with them well you need to do something notable I tell you what if I if I look at the book of the year 2019 next year there's not not a mention mate you're in this one if you do something really <laughs> notable really really amazing or really stupid then we'll get you in oh yeah you could be an entry that's how people end up killing people <laughs> 
Because you can't encourage people. If I'm like panicking this time next year, going, I'm still not done. If I'd go out with a gun, <laughs> <laughs> we don't well, want that. We don't have any of that. That's not going to make it in. You could talk about the time you had that interview where you had to pretend that you were an eye dog and that you wrote it <laughs> <laughs> and directed it. You were promoted mid mid fictional interview. <laughs> you were promoted to director as well. Um, I I begrudgingly praise your success. Thank you. No, oh, thank you. I do. No, you know what? I, I, I do remember that. I remember Dodd saying about that award. And I remember him saying, no, they were really nice. And they said something nice things on the stage. And I remember thinking then, because it's one of them when you lose an award to anyone, you're like, oh, fuck them. Like, no, and I, I, didn't, I knew nothing about you, but it was like, oh, fuck you now. Fuck them. And, and <laughs> then Dodds was like, no, no, they were lovely. Um, and so I think I've always had a kind of a sort of soft spot for you without knowing an awful lot about what you do. Oh, okay. I don't listen to podcasts. Yes. No, we don't either. Well, I don't. You it, said you listen to Barapod. I, I listened to. Caught in a lie. Caught in a lie. I reeled that in. I you haven't made a show slack. for a year. There well, was that, a, a that you had a special, yeah, but. All right, nerd. The most ironic special ever. I felt bad about that, um, the chortle, because. We've, we've been very lucky that our listenership did go up quite quickly and yeah. suddenly it's all every single award is like okay now tell people who listen to you to vote for yeah. you I hate that it should be listen to the show if you've nominated it that should be enough have a panel let yeah. them decide because how the hell is really? yeah I do because I just think there's no we could we could be a terrible show yeah. that has a we huge just, listenership we just begged our That's listeners yeah. to vote for us and yeah. no one would have stood a chance against us at that time unless Herring had absolutely have decided to go for it and to that was the year it, yeah. that he decided not to yeah um, and so, yeah, so it's just like, well, this is a pointless exercise. There's also quite, isn't it quite a icky feeling as well to do that when you're nominated for something? I, I've not done it for many years now when I've been nominated for stuff. I, I've not even tweeted about it. I might just retweet the, the announcement, that's it. But I've never gone, please vote for me, please vote for me. Because there, there is a really icky, it does then feel like genuinely a popularity contest. Yeah, but yeah. we've never won anything before at that point. Yeah, well, neither had I. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it was Anna who said at one of the starts of the podcast, if you don't vote for us, we're going to stop doing the podcast. That's right. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, we wanted as well, because um, when you do the kind of stuff that we do, like, so Andy and I at that point were doing stand-up, okay. but James and Anna weren't. And there sometimes really feels like unless you're in Edinburgh or unless you're on the circuit, you're not really part of the comedy community. Yeah, so yeah. for us, that was actually quite exciting to be like, oh, this this gives us a legit sort of we are part of you're this in. community yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And now do you want out? <laughs> <laughs> I would totally understand that. Yeah. I, 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 I never want in or oh, oh, horrible. Um, well, look, best of luck with it. Well done on your awards. How many awards have you won now? Is it just still no, one? We Be- won the one the next year after that, but we haven't been nominated since. We've been nominated against. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They were like, "This is unfair. This you is a monopoly." Two years <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we won a few iTunes awards as well. Yeah, we? iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Look at that! I, don't, I didn't even know I'd lost one. <laughs> I had to catalogue a mental breakdown to win an award. Mm. Oh, well that, congratulations on that! That yeah, was the well, Mind Award. Yeah. yeah, you didn't win that, did you? No, <laughs> you didn't win that with all your all fine. <laughs> with your life that's all fine. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I know you wouldn't have any mental problems, would you not? Because you're too busy at home looking at all your awards and your achievements <laughs> and, and going, oh, look, I've hardly got any of them books left now because so many people have asked me for comps. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for you to stare into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it's been a genuine pleasure. Oh, thank for you for coming us. in, and best luck with iDog. And <laughs> thank you. Hopefully, up for a, the awards next year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> best <laughs> podcast and movie award. Can you imagine that? In a year's time, I'll see iDog win a BAFTA or something, <laughs> and I'll, I'll forget what's happening. Going, Them fucking blokes. <laughs> <laughs> Them fucking cunt. Oh, it's a good in it when you know Stephen Fry. Really handy, then, isn't it? Um, it's been a genuine pleasure to ask you, Mia. Thanks ever so much. And do, uh, good luck with the book. Uh, but I'm, I'm having a free one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How does that make logistical sense? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Want you to play another song? Do we have a good gossip? We were there? having a good gossip there, yeah. weren't we? About, about stuff. Yeah, S- tweets. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, tw- I hope we had tweets. Uh, I just thought I'd read some out from last week's show. <laughs> we didn't have time to read. <laughs> I yeah. never got around to Tammy I think Webster. You should. I think you're Tammy you Webster, should. I don't know. I'm not, she's not been in touch before. Says I was at the RHLSTP hashtag. Richard Herring Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Yeah, but, you know, everyone calls it RHLSTP. Uh, I, I was. Isn't it Rehustaba or something? He does it, and then they all shout it out. Okay. It's like a fucking proper cult. Well, Tammy says, I was really pleased when uh, Infinite Hermit, that's you, Ian, shushed those annoying drunk people, really didn't see the rest of it coming. Yeah, kiss, kiss. Oh, she was at, I didn't know you were actually at it, Tammy. It was, yeah, it was It was mental that night. Have you never watched it? Um, I, I kind of don't, I feel like, at the time I've seen I it, I don't like it. awkward things like that, though. And not, I, I think you'd enjoy it. But two I women do. shouting at you, I wouldn't really like it. I think you'd be fine with it. I held oh. my own. I totally held my own. I kind of do you need to watch it now, because I'm really confused as to... Well, they were so pissed they were probably talking to each other and then misheard I, something you said right no what, they, they, were, they were talking all the way through it uh, they were just chatting on the front row right. and I said something or other I said I'm sorry are we interrupting your chat so it was something like that okay early doors that's going to piss them off straight away yeah um, and then they shouted something out at one point and I said I, said, uh, you've, I think you've said enough like because they've been chatting all the time yeah or I asked something they said and I said I think you've said enough like kind of dismissive and I think it was that that riled them up. It's it's worth watching. I don't think I'd watch it again now. I've, I've seen it okay. once. I've watched Ooh, it once. I don't like that kind of awkward stuff. But I'd heard it a lot before it went out because I did record it on the night oh, myself. Oh, right, okay. Um, which was a joke because I did a podcast with Herring years ago. Me and Ed did a podcast with him in Edinburgh yeah. where it wasn't recorded properly, so it right. never came out. And it came out, I think they released a bootleg ultimately. Yeah. So I took my task in, as a joke and said, I'm going to record it in yeah. case you do lose the recording. And it was like, I'm so glad I've got it. Because I would have been, I think, in the in the period between them, I think it was about three months maybe between recording it and it coming out, mm. I think I probably would have gone into a bit of a head tailspin about it. Yeah. Just thinking, what happened? What did happen if I'd not heard it again? Right. So the fact that I could go home and then the next day I could listen again. Mm-hmm. And I was panicking in that 24 hours. Because like, you thought if maybe I, come I across said really something. Badly, yeah, yeah. If I, no, I'd, I'd, you knew. By, by that point, I was sure I hadn't said anything. Okay. But I thought, because I can sometimes just come across badly, and I'm aware mm. of that. So I was worried that I would come across badly. Yeah. And I'm quite, um, I'm quite strong on myself for, I'm judgmental on myself for that. Right. So some people might be like, "Oh no, you were fine, you were fine," but I might go, "No, no, I came across badly." So the fact that I thought I didn't come across badly was enough for me. I was like, "Okay, well, if I don't think I did, then I definitely didn't." Okay. Um, 
It's, I, I think it's an interesting thing to watch. All right, I will to, do. To, specifically to watch, not to listen to. Uh, whilst, you, whilst I was thinking about um, audiences at comedy gigs, I went to see a comedian recently that we both know. Who? I, I don't think I want to say who it is in case... Because it was a very small audience. What does that mean? I don't know, just in case I'm listening to the show, the audience member I'm going to talk about. Oh, fuck that. Who was it? Uh, it was Joey, Joey Page. Okay. And I thought... I mean, thought, I think Joey would be more annoyed at you saying that he had a really small audience. No, it was an... Inter- no, when I mean it was a very small... Uh, Four. Yeah, I want to say a theatre. Five. No, we can't more than that. Like it's fifty. Fifty's all right. Yeah, but I don't. I, but it was a it's in a, in a room, small room, yeah, whatever. Thousand seater. <laughs> I don't actually know how many seats were there. I didn't right, count. Five. I'm saying fifty. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but I kind of assumed that he must have known this person, but by what they were saying. But front row, just saying stuff like you know he has a lot of props uh, involved. I've with never seen show. Joey's yeah. full shows. Uh, and this female on the front row just kept saying, "What's that for?" Oh, okay. and he had a prop there and he'd go well right. wait just wait and find out like so I'm going to crack on with it and you yeah. never know with Joey because he's got this kind of esoteric kind of uh, slightly di- like you know different style of comedy that perhaps yeah. there is someone in the front row that he's put there and then okay. he, at one point he wears some pizza boxes and this lady went like you've got them on the wrong way round which he hadn't didn't make any sense anyway because right. there's, there's still a little yeah. she just kept saying stuff that the person next to me that I went through from Hannah from here said she's really annoying me and Hannah went I'm going to fucking kill her like she was really like shut up stop yeah. shouting out stuff during a comedy show it's, unless you're supposed to it was honestly so annoying and really it distracting it is it's horrible it's, uh, it was a major contributing factor right. to me wanting to stop doing it but people do that because when I went to see um, not heck, I don't mind heckling heckling's I'm, I'm, no, I'm, but, I'm, I'm, I'm less bothered about that but what? people just chatting and people oh. chipping in and, why do people do that because when I went to see Bob, Bob Saget there was somebody just kept shouting out random stuff and I'm like can you just shut up can you just let him talk it's been suggested to me that my the way I was on stage um, is very conversational, right? And, okay, and, and feels very much like I'm not doing an act, right? You know okay. that I'm just chatting. I'm just you know, even though I'm doing kind of material, I'm, uh-huh. it seems like I'm just chatting. Yeah. So people sometimes take that as a chat and take it. It's kind of feels quite casual and feels quite mm. you know unofficial. Sure. <laughs> um, that was suggested to me once. That okay. it might, might be that. I used to get it a lot, and um, but but not often nasty. Isn't it just attention seeking? Though, if you go to a comedy gig where there's a comedian on stage and you think it's okay to shout stuff out of them, are sometimes, you not looking well, for well, attention? Well, I think sometimes fans do it. So people, who, yeah. so if you've got fans from other things, so let's say it was the Parapod or Peacock and Gamble or something, then somebody might say in the audience might say something. Oh, where's Barry? Or oh, right, or, okay. or to I think is to prove to the performer mm. that you are actually a fan. Okay. Do you, know, do I you think, need to do that? No, you don't. But I think it comes from a good place. But it but it still is slightly misguided. Like going, like going to see Alice Cooper and shouting out, play schools out or something, just screaming that no, for the that's, whole set. That's probably all right, isn't it? No, I don't think that's all right. Well, I'd probably know he's going to play it at the end anyway. Yeah, but imagine if you can't wait, you're just like, I'm going to prove I'm a fan, and you scream, oh, maybe weird that you scream, uh, like but, an obscure B side. Play, but octopus. there's not there's not a need for silence at a music gig, is there? Uh, Whereas at a comedy gig, I think there, there is. There is a, there's a, need, there's for a need for silence. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Between the laughs, obviously. Yeah. But you've got to shut up and listen. Yeah, yeah. And people struggle to show up and listen mm-hmm. but again I think a lot of that's been cultivated by things like X Factor and things mm-hmm. like you know where don't, don't they mic up audience members on X Factor now oh, is, is that not know. a thing now I'm it. sure I saw a clip of Maybe. it once where it was some comedian that I knew was on it and I, I watched that and they had people in the audience chatting just chatting like, oh he's this or she's this what? or whatever and they, they're mic'd up oh. so you can hear what the audience are saying about people when they come on that's really weird. But that, but that, all that does is that trains people yeah. to go. You're fine chatting through yeah. a comedian, and you, you can't, you're not you right. know, unless you directly ask something from the stage, or whatever. You're not, yeah. And it's discourteous, and it can for something that's so um, 
relies on timing so much yeah. and relies on sometimes playing the silences so much. Right. Uh, like I remember talking about it was at Reading Football Club. It was, and I was talking on stage about my dad being ill. It was in the Here Comes Trouble show, and there's a bit at the end of Here Comes Trouble where I did quite well you saw that show so mm -hmm. I, 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 quite a long bit yeah. where I'm talking about my dad in hospital and, talk, and it's kind of like it's not funny I'm not trying to be funny yeah. it then gets punctuated with a big laugh and my dad shouted bang in the bed right yeah. and I remember being at Reading Foot and I'm not the right gig to do it but I was like just trying stuff and seeing if it would play out and I remember being halfway through that story and someone going I thought it was meant to be a comedy show Ugh. and it was like did you think that I was going to... Do you think that this was going to be a serious story and that was going to yeah, be it? And yeah. I was going to go, thanks a lot, good night. Um, I think there's got to be an element of trust. And you could maybe <coughs> say that that's part of that. Yeah. Onus is on the performer. Right. To, to never let it get to that point, to make them trust that you, you're going somewhere. So yeah. you could say that I hadn't done my job in that room because I hadn't got that audience to a point where they... Well, most of them had, but that one person was like, what's he on about? Why is right. he telling us about his dad being ill? This is meant to be a comedy night. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, because this is the build-up to what makes the joke funnier. Right. Um, but I'd, I'd obviously not, not kept his attention. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> I guess it's the same, a similar way in some comedy shows when comedians put a pause in and it's, you know, they know what they're doing. The pause mm. is meant to be there. It's not for someone to jump yeah. in and start shouting out stuff, therefore ruining. I mean, you can see when a comedian is perhaps not having the best gig and they're pausing because they're flustered or they're like, oh, it's not yeah, working. That's the, you that, can tell that. And it takes balls as well, I think, to actually pause like that on stage, to actually do yeah. it, to, to do play a silence. Right. So if you've got someone, something that's so delicate, mm. it sounds awfully wanky, but it's true. Something that's so delicate when you're on stage it is like uh, balancing something for quite a long period of time. Mm. And you're like, I've got to keep this balance just right before I'm allowed to just throw everything on the floor. And that's the joke. Yeah. So if you're, in, if you're mid balance and somebody does anything, could you be chatting, mm -hmm. could you shouting something out, whatever, something upsets that, it upsets the entire thing that you're doing. Right. So it's always risky, I think, to play silence or to play a serious bit. Sure. Um, and I think it's, I guess it's quite easy to go, well, they're dicks, they shouldn't shout it out. But again, I think there's also a degree of. Okay, hit the mic. Never do that. On stage. You always tell me when I do it. Sorry. Um, I think there's a, a degree of that on stage where you you have to take responsibility yourself for yeah. it. And go, okay, well then maybe that's the wrong thing to do because people can't stay quiet that long. Okay, is it distracting when you're on stage? And I say this because uh, when I went to Bob Saget with somebody um, who apparently had the weakest bladder in history, uh, is it really annoying when someone keeps getting up? To, or are you just so used to people going to the toilet, or is that kind of distracting when you're all having um, a bit and? Um, some depends what sort of mood you're in, I think. Okay. So it's, I th I, there were some nights that would wind me up and, yeah. and I would like... like... It's only an hour. Hold your bladder. It's, it's totally that, though. That's yeah. true. That is totally, I get it at rugby. Yeah, yeah. So uh, half at rugby is 40 minutes. Oh, okay. So I'm often like, well, can you really not sit yeah. for 40 minutes to watch a fucking game that you've paid 25 quid a ticket for? Yeah. Because you either need to go to the toilet or the bar. And I appreciate you want to go and beat the queues and all that sort of shit, but it's just interrupting my mm. view of things, you know, so... Sure. So that will sometimes wind me up. Cinemas okay. as well. People think oh, yeah, in yeah. a cinema, yeah. going to the toilet, it's like, what? Well, I mean, if, if it's like a three-hour film, I can get that. I've not had a wee since I arrived here this morning. What the hell? I'm not. And I don't want one now. You've got a UTI. No, not my wear-off. That's incredible. Why? Because <laughs> you've been drinking. Well, not much. Oh, my God. Probably not enough, in fact. No, you should be weeing more than that. A bit woozy. You should be weeing more than that. Um, I want a wee by the time I get to the train. That's what normally happens. You should have one before you leave here. No, uh, tip, rush out, don't I? Let me quickly run through these tweets from last week. Um, Julie, you missed Julie Prunes, educational sex talk on Fubar <laughs> Radio with Infinite Herbert and Herbert, Infinite Herbert. Hermit, um, Herring. 
and Nat. So if you want to know which one of them does all the stuff with their mouth, tune in. I think, well, it was me, wasn't it? But I think Richard probably would as well. Okay. Tim Reed. uh, We know know Tim. uh, Writer of Carshare. Peter Cage, a co-writer of Peter Carshare. Tim Reed Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is going to be working with us soon, actually. Here. Oh. Not this show, Do this I station. Him? I don't know if you know him, a lovely guy. You said we um, know him. Oh, I meant like as a station, sorry. I we, see, okay, uh, sorry. says, oh, I'm having my lunch, too much upstairs, downstairs, tippy-toes chat. Oh, I'm sorry, Tim, that t- the idea of me <coughs> doing sexy stuff has put you on, off your on dinner. On tiptoes, I think. Um, Joe says, switch bitch, sounds like a porno parody of Freaky Friday. Oh, that's right, because Richard was saying about switch bitch. And, and you know what, I, th- I think, uh, this occurred to me before, I think when I did... Richard and Lou Sanders show here yeah, yeah. when they did that show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they was talking about Switch Bitch on that show. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And you had heard of it before. All right. And Silent Mark, we've heard that one definitely there, says, again, you're wrong. I've been punching above my weight for years. No, don't accept that. No. Don't accept it. It's not a phrase because if you're both doing it, then you're not, no one's punching above no their weight. No one's punching above their weight. No. Not a thing. Don't say it. Unless we base everything on appearance. Well, exactly. And even then, that's your own judgment of your own appearance. Right, yeah, yeah. And your judgment of someone else's appearance. Yep. Which is not necessarily Who are we to say that our views of what is attractive is definitive? You know that horrible thing people say, like, uh, there are six out of ten or whatever? Or there are, uh, it's kind of disgusting, isn't it? Yeah, though, aren't you? Shut up! I'm an eight. Seven. (laughs) I'm an eight. Six point five. Eight stories. Uh, Let's... That we've, we've done. They're all the tweets. Lovely. What's that PR thing? Uh, That's from Alex Hoban's PR that came in that took a photo saying... Alex, unfortunately, they have just tweeted him because they haven't put a full stop in front of it. But, you know, that's oh, fine. That's bad PR, that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, even Ian retweeted it. So. Poor, that's poor PR, that. That's, uh, so that's nice. That's the little, first thing little photo know. there of through the glass. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, poor. Okay, I think we should get another guest in. It's not Hannah. Right. It's the ma- Hannah's shit-canned. No, she's very pregnant. No, not having her on. Right, she's not coming what are we going to go for? What do you reckon? Alice Cooper. Yeah, but what one, though? I don't know. Let's have a look. You fill some time now while I have a little look, please. I want to cough, though. <coughs> oh, I'm just cough. coughing. Sorry, cough. sorry, sorry. Um, some more Alice Cooper, because we can't get enough. There's actually hundreds. There's an Alice Cooper song that sounds like the Beatles that Nick played the other week. I like that. <laughs> I like listening to his fill time. Can I play the babies? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, there's no reason why. Um, right. I don't know the lyrics of the song. I don't... I don't think. Well, well, it can't be that bad. Let's find out. Yeah, fingers crossed. Stop shouting! 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 St
watch out enough now. I prefer Thank a fade, you. really. Goodness me. I was keeping there with his posse. Horrible song. Dead Babies. It was horrible. Um, do you know what ruined it for me? The lyrics. The fact that I was listening to it whilst you read out the lyrics I over the top of I couldn't believe the lyrics. It, but at a different pace to the yeah, he was Yeah, I was it. not on the right bit of the song. Crazy. You're crazy. Crazy Poor bitch. Betty. Crazy Poor bitch. baby <laughs> Betty. That's all I can say. After reading those lyrics. Uh, we're joined now by magician Tom Brace. Hello, sir. Hello. How? how are you? How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. I'm all right. Um, are you all right, Nat? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Why are you asking? Because uh, we would never do. Oh, okay, you're right, Ian. Because often, happen, often what happens is I'll say to guests, how are you? They're like, yeah, how are you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. We never and you just get shoved in oh, the sorry. Oh, that's nice. Why didn't you and ask no, Tom? No, it's not, no. Sorry. This isn't, Pressure. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. To attack sorry. Tom. <laughs> sorry. This is just, just oh, I'm it's... getting to a point in my life where I think nobody puts Nat in the corner. Oh, <laughs> that's so lovely. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh my God, you brought out this side of him, Tom. Welcome know, to the show. Yeah, Welcome gosh, to the show. Working my magic that, already. Yes. <laughs> when I'm at, when I'm at my most dangerous. <laughs> when I seem like I'm being affable. Yeah, that's why I was. Uh -oh. Did you see how suspicious I was? We went, how are you now? I was yeah. expecting something yeah. else to come. Put me like, on edge. Mm, <laughs> lethal bolter. Fine, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now we're talking about the show. Brace yourself, which is excellent. Thank you. Well Cheers. Done. Did you know, even as a kid, that if you ever did a solo show, you were going to call it Brace Yourself? Yeah, it was a bit of a non, like, sort of a long-running joke that yeah, yeah. people said, you know, your name's Tom Brace, your first show's got to be Brace Yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a magic show, so I've got to add something, so then it's just, it's magic time. Yeah, Brace after. Yourself, brackets, it's magic time. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing that at the Pleasants, which is next door from here. Yep. Um, on the tw so what this, day, this what day is that? This Thursday. This Thursday. At Christ. Two, two o'clock and <laughs> seven o'clock. I haven't written it yet. Because oh, it's a pre record, that is more panicky, isn't it? Yeah. yeah no, we is. are going to refer to it as this Thursday. And like, oh, I'm, I'm really not ready. <laughs> I'm really not ready for that. And I saw on, so on, on the, um, what are they called again? Press release. Mm -hmm. On the press release, that it's a, a family show. Yeah. So it's it's free for all, essentially. Not free. No, it's no, £10. God, no, it's yeah. £10 for it. Pay my bills. Yeah. <laughs> Is that important to you? Pay my bills? No, not that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. No, God, no. Uh, no it's a family show. Because I, I think magic is... Uh, the, the renaissance in magic, which I do believe has been happening in the last sort of 10, 15 oh, absolutely, years. absolutely, yeah. But it's certainly swayed, I think, more towards an adult market. So I think... Darren Brown is magic. That's just a magic show, is what yep. it actually is. Penn and Teller, of course. You know, yep. like all, all the big ones. Even Pete Furman, people Pete like Furman. that. You know. Ben Hanlon. Ben Hanlon, yeah. had him on the show. Uh, he him. was the magic dick, wasn't he? Prick. Magic he prick. wasn't. I just, it was. Uh, just I started, said something off air. Uh, Nat started calling him a prick. Only because I just said it because he was running late. I would have said that about anybody. <laughs> anybody. And I was like, oh, where is it? Where's the, the magic of prick? Of course, Ian <laughs> told him that. Sticks as well. Just didn't think it was. Appropriate for you to be slagging off guests and then being all nice to the face. We oh, are pricks, though. Wait till I tell Tom what, I what think... you said about him. Oh, no. <laughs> I said nothing. <laughs> she, she went, Oh, it's called Brace Yourself. Then she went through and I looked at it and went, Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> That's not true, Tom. That's not true. She said it like that. Not true. <laughs> she went, He's the one who's off brace himself. <laughs> and then she went all randy. <laughs> What? So, so yeah, it's a family show. Yeah, no, yeah. Totally, keep totally. it, Keep it leaked. I think that's it. This, this isn't a family show. Oh, no, well, this isn't, um, no. So. Uh, so you see, so yeah, that's that's how I've certainly as an outsider viewed the magic, how where magic has gone. That it's gone. Yeah. it was always a family thing, really. Magic. It was a, a variety know, thing. Paul Daniels, you know that totally, kind of thing. Totally. Um, I think yeah. Over so is, the years, is there a sway back now? Do you think? Well, I think I mean. So I've been up to. I used to work at uh, the Edinburgh Festival quite a bit before yeah. I did magic as a. This is only my first year okay. doing the show, um, and I realised there were a lot of kids shows with magic that was a bit kind of mm. way. Uh, and then there was a lot of like you know moody kind of Colin Cloud you yeah. know like all great and I, th I realised that actually there was nothing well there was stuff but not much in the middle where you could bring your kids to it and the kids would enjoy it but also the parents would enjoy it as well Yeah. so the kind of tricks I tried to put in were 
things that are exciting for both you know like I do a bullet catch okay. um, with a paintball gun at okay. the end and I think as a kid you know I'd go oh that's pretty cool I want to see that but yeah, then I also yeah. What's a bullet catch? Well, there's a fucking clue in what he said. Well, what do you catch it with? My oh, mouth. your hand, your mouth, my your mouth. mouth. Yeah, catch it with my Jesus. mouth. Jesus. Okay, that doesn't seem very family. Teeth. Teeth. Yeah. You catch a bullet with your teeth. Yeah, well, the, kind of bullet. Uh, paintball, bloody squares in the UK. Where a gun. <laughs> yeah, oh, squares, squares. Uh, oh, it's all Parliament, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> can't shoot really yourself magic. in the face anymore. <laughs> <laughs> bullet. Yeah, I don't what... know a lot about paintballing apart from that. Biker Grove, you remember? When he oh, got, yeah. PJ got blinded, be careful. Yeah. And McPartlin. Yeah, but not in real life. PJ in the show went blind yeah. through paintball. I think when we get to the stage of he's having a paintball fired into his face, we mm. can dispense with be careful. I, wear, oh, yeah, I do point, wear yeah. goggles. Oh, okay, well, that's good. So the eyes fine. are fine. It's yeah. just the mouth, teeth, yeah, face. Yeah, don't need them. Who shoots it at you? Audience member. <laughs> they sign Ooh. it. They sign a paintball. They put it in the gun. And they fire it right. at my face. Which is worth ten pounds, but it's I magic. Think. But it is magic, though, isn't it? So yeah, uh, you know, you lost is any it, teeth? There? Is it is it a trick or is it an actual? I mean, you can't even answer this, can you? But, Not really, no. But <laughs> I th- no, I, I think there's an interest in that, though. Again, mm. don't, so don't answer it. But I will just muse outwardly now. Mm-hmm. I think it would be interesting to know if it's a trick or if you do actually catch. Because it's impressive either way. Mm. I think. Yeah, that's true. Like I guess. Mm. So I think I would want to know: is this a trick or is it? A skill, as, do you know what I mean? As yeah, in, no, I, I get as, what you're as saying. he actually caught it. Or yeah, not. and I think that's what's nice when people leave. They kind of there is that kind of they're going. Did he actually do it? Or yeah. is mm. that what? How, or if he didn't, how did he do it? Yeah, which yeah. Oh, but I think that's different to I think how I think how did he do it is the same. That'd be for every yeah. trick. It's like well, yeah, how, yeah. How, how was that done? Everyone knows people are aware. Magic. Yeah, magic. Is, well, you'd be surprised. Um, you really, get, you get some people. I, I did a gig the other day, and there was just this guy going, "Well, that's that's fake, isn't it?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> And I, I went to hand him a, a box of invisible cards. I went, I'll give those a shuffle. And he went, well, they're not real. And I said, well, yeah. And he went, what's my card then? I, went, I haven't started the trick yet. <laughs> He's like, well, so magic's fake, isn't it, mate? And I was like, will you win if I just say, yes, it's fake? Yeah, it, it's fake. No, was he being a dick? He was being a right dick. And he's, I can was see he? He was actually being a dick. His friends as well, bless him, were kind of going, well, we just want to see the trick. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and then like I went, right, well, I'm... I'll go to the next table now, I think. Yeah. And then they went, oh, no, can you show us a trick? And I was like, well, no, it's fake. Should have got some invisible scissors out and gone, that's, that's finished now. Yeah, finished now. Just cut them all. That's it. Yeah, sorry, you've ruined we're not, it. We're not doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at that. They can't be repaired, can they not? <laughs> yeah, dick. Um, I think there is a natural inclination in people confronted with magic. Mm-hmm. And I use the word confronted deliberately. Uh, that can't be asked with it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. But if you've gone to a magic show, that's a whole different category. Well, yeah, if you're there already, if then... If you're at a fucking wedding and someone's walking around, that's... How, yeah. That's, you know, yeah, I, and I go, you know what, yeah. You, yeah. You, I think I'd probably be a dick in that situation. Oh, and no. then feel bad about it afterwards. No, if, no, if it, if it yeah. was something that was forced upon me... Oh, yeah, I'd, be like, I'd never force myself do, on anybody. You know I mean? <laughs> no, please, no, don't not force yourself on anybody. Brace yourself now. Brace, brace yourself. Yeah, brace yourself. Don't force yourself. Yeah, because there is a... Do you, do you experience any resistance to magic as a... Yeah, yeah, some people... I think, as well, a lot of people don't like it because it scares them. Mm. I think they get a bit... And they don't like to look silly in front mm. of their mates, and it's not my job to the make look The interaction, you mean? Yeah, yeah I okay. think, you know, like... Cause I think not, not a, scared because they think it is magic. <laughs> no, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> uh, exercise me. Uh, no, they... Yeah, I think people, they don't like to look stupid in front of their friends, and if right. someone's there going, oh, I'm going to do something, and you don't know how it's done... I think they get a bit intimidated and they and then they put their guard up. Yeah. Mm. No, I agree. I'm sorry. There's a pause then. 
is because I just put the screen up and it appears to have stopped. No, it's because it, it hasn't stopped. It's just going. See? It's just because I made it bigger. No, don't worry. Don't panic. I thought we'd lost the whole show. No. Oh sorry. Can sorry. I say which trick I like? I'd like to have done to me. <laughs> Again, that's not why we bought guests. No, 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 no. It's not. Because I'm like, fascinated so by I, it. I didn't know Tom before today. Yeah. Yeah. And now I know you're in charge of booking and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very uncomfortable now with your There's an agenda, isn't there? No, but you someone else come in, you've gone, can I tell you what I want done to me? No, no, I don't think you do this one. And I don't think they do it anymore. I just find it fascinating. Maybe I would like to watch it more than have it done to me. Uh, is the soaring in half. I love that. Is that because you're self conscious about how massive you are? <laughs> Tall, he's being a dick. She's no, huge. I'm, sorry. Are you, uh, I'm five foot eleven, Tom. Are you sat down when I came? So I didn't. Well, how tall are you? Not five foot eleven. I don't, I don't know how tall high. I am actually. People always ask that. And I don't know how tall I am. Oh. I don't oh, stand up. You don't measure yourself anymore, do I'll you? Tell you. I'll short? tell you. I'm quite short. Yeah. So you're you're a bit taller than me. I'm five six. Well, how tall are you? This is thrilling for the radio, yeah. isn't oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, mind the roof, please. <laughs> I reckon you're 5'8 five, five, I think you're 5'8 five, Thank you I'm going to Ian's 5'4 five, 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 You're 5'8 five, no, Not 5'6 five, Put that on the poster Nice 5'8 Nat debates my height quite a lot Because you debate mine And I'm like I've been measured by a I'm doctor I'm 5'6 By a doctor mm, That's yeah. good. And you know it's done properly then Don't yeah, you Because they're professionals I got it done He was yeah, off You got, got to abseil From actually, down the building To get the top of her So the doctor was at the top of the building And he just abseiled down <laughs> the and then I'm 5'11 and a half To be precise But you can With his free hands he had a big chalk marker that he just did a cross on a window. <laughs> and then he climbed back up again. And then they looked back and went, right, what story is that? <laughs> Tom, do you do, do you do hypnotism? I don't. Maybe I, I Can you learn can and then learn. hypnotise him to stop going on about this? Or could you hypnotise Matt to accept the, how cute how, she is? How tall she is. Yeah, just yeah. accept it. I've never once had it as a criticism. Not once have I criticised the front Maybe line. you're projecting oh, the scaling the, the buildings. He it. says I oh, go no, around eating true. people out of cars. Oh, no, buses. Bus it. You oh, shake what? buses. You changed it to buses. You shake the people out of buses and eat them. Uh, is that better? I don't think it is. That's the noise she makes as well. Big Nat. Big Nat eat. I wish I knew King Kong. Why? Because he's the only person you could fuck. No. And by the way, I apologise for all the sex talk, but yeah, I was told, I was told, do you know what I was told earlier on today? What? A PR person for another guest who will remain nameless um, told, told me... Well, told me. Yeah, well, told me via you. Mm. By proxy. That, yeah. I, that I wasn't allowed to talk to a guest about sex. We really? We probably weren't going to... It's just that, that we I had wasn't allowed. Then it made you want to, right? On my own no, show. All you were thinking was, oh, I need to talk about I, sex now. I made a mistake. I mean, Toby, I, because I didn't know what to say, and I was like, what's the issue here? I said, is he a virgin? Oh, did you it say wasn't that? the right thing really? to so say, was he? it? Not really. It oh, wasn't man. the right thing to say. Well, they were all men. We're giving away clues. Uh, oh, it was all okay. men. It was all men. I have a very strict rule for the live show. People say it's outdated, but I'm like, no. But it would be fine if he was a virgin. He might be. I don't know. But just, yeah, I, I actually don't think it came from him. I'm I just... a magician. We're, we're all <laughs> same magicians. thing. <laughs> Okay. No, I was genuinely cross about that. I know, like, I can I really see. Was. I tried to diffuse it. Not really on an uncensored but... radio as well. But not just that. No, do you know what? Was... If it was, was off-com regular, whatever it was, yeah. it's not a PR person's place to come in and tell me what I'm allowed to do. It's your show. So they can say mm. to, the, to, to who they're looking after, yeah. if he goes there, do this. You can tell your client, but I'm not a client. Yeah, yeah but yeah. sometimes though, when you book guests for shows, the PR will say, do not ask about this, this, and this. Especially if they're like in the headlines that week or something. No, or that, that's, a, that, that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. So if I was interviewing someone that, and there was a story about them at the moment yeah. and they didn't want to talk about it, absolutely fine. fine yeah. And they could say, can we not talk about that? And I wouldn't, absolutely wouldn't. 
But to be told I'm not allowed it was just to talk bit, about a general theme. The thing that they were coming in to talk about was in no way related to anything sexual whatsoever. And it was because somebody else on the show was talking a bit, uh, happened to talk about sex. But neither was Tom. Tom wasn't, Tom's not coming selling himself on sex, but we still talked about you fucking a big monkey. <laughs> well, I guess that's still technically talking about sex. And it, it was still it's relevant, not, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was well, relevant to you know what, what I'm And about. I really wish that PR was here now. Just going to come in here and stop this. In that interview, I wouldn't be allowed. Ooh. I wouldn't be allowed to talk about you having sex back. with King Kong. She would have my back. <laughs> <laughs> I miss her. <laughs> All right, well, tell her in future okay. that she doesn't get. She doesn't it get was a bit odd. Demands. It, it yeah, was I can, fucking rude. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. um, so, what's your, how long have you been going for? As a magician. Uh, uh, about a year now. Okay. I, yeah, I came to it quite late. Um, I basically uh, was doing a desk job for ages. Okay. And I wanted to be an actor when I was younger, did yeah. all the training and all oh, that. Are you? 25. Okay. And I got bored came of. Came to it late. Yeah. Came to it late. Fucking hell. Have, oh, like, pe- have you heard these children? <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, and then I just went last year. I saw a really good magician up in Edinburgh um, uh, at the Fringe. And I went, yeah. oh, I think I could do that. His name's Jim the Magician. Jim the Magician. He's not like, he doesn't do a show, he just walks around. <laughs> Doesn't do magic. He doesn't do magic. He just, just says he is. He's, 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 he's surname the magician. I'm a magician. What does he do, Jim? So he just does. He does like magic in the courtyard of the Pleasants. Yeah. He just kind oh. of go around and go. Do you want to see a trick? And I was like, yeah. And everyone says no. So everyone says no. Delighted to meet you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, go on. And then and then I met him again this year, right. and I cornered him. I went, you inspired. He was like, all right. I was like, you inspired me to become a magician. He's a nice guy. Oh, he lives he in do? Scotland. Did he just walk, he just walk, walk off with his head down? Just disappeared. Sick of him. <laughs> just puff of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> then my work here is done. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I only did it for about a year and then kind of just it just went, it kind of all kind of came about quite quickly and I went, oh, actually, I'll do a show in, in Edinburgh and I sort of did a show and that went really well and I went, oh, I'm going to carry on doing that and then yeah. bringing it down here. So and you've only been doing magic for a year? Yeah. Even in your private life? Even in my private life, yeah. No, that's something you've not been practising for years and No, years. yeah, it's, it's not one of those stories where it's like, oh, I've got my first magic kit right. as a kid. I don't think you should be being shot in the face in your show. I, don't, I, I mean, know, it's risky, isn't it? Yeah, it's how, risky. How many times have you yeah, done 10, it? Yeah, ten, I would say. I'd, well, I, the, I've caught the thing about 25 times. Okay. Yeah, but how many times have you done it? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the question. We, didn't no, say, we said no How many times talk. have you caught it? <laughs> <laughs> what, you said, no, no, no. <laughs> No, how many times has it just exploded in your face? Oh, oh. There was one time where I, where I missed it and it, it went past me, which was um, oh. which was scary. Yeah, and it's, it's been a few. Well, that's why you missed. That's why you missed it, and that's the audience members' fault. That's not your fault. Yeah, well, exactly. One bloke uh, in Edinburgh this year, uh, I said, "You, got, I'll count you down from three, and then when you do it, that's when you fire yeah. it, right?" And um, he, I walked up onto the stage, but I put him on a target to fire it at me, and he, he just fired it straight away, and oh. it just and I was like, "Oh Christ." I'd start that again. Right. A bit hairy. Are you in... He wasn't a bit hairy. The situation was... Well, he was oh, a bit okay. hairy. Are you in the magic circle? No, this is the thing that I get asked all the time. Uh, it takes... Yeah, this re- It's really... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I never mentioned it, did it's, I? Not? Did my <laughs> yeah. PR not mention? Um, oh, I was not supposed to mention that, was that, I? That's my one thing. Yeah. Uh, no, it takes ages. Because you've got... <laughs> it, it takes ages! It takes ages to get in. <laughs> right. What have we done it yet? It takes ages, mate. It takes ages. You've got, to know, you've got to know at least two people okay. within the magic circle. You know Jim, and the magician? He's not in there either. Oh. He's up. He's, he's up just in sloping around the p- court. He's probably there now. He's probably he's sat in the on. courtyard, just waiting for next August. <laughs> <laughs> just a car park now. Yeah. Right? Nothing. Do you know just, Jared Brown? Just shuffling cards on his own. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, next year I'm go- Next year is going to be my year. 
the magic circle will come. They'll, they'll come and get me. Oh, so it's like the um, Masons. You got to be nominated by yeah, some people. Yeah, you got to be nominated. And then you bother. can't you can't say anything about it once you're in it. Can no. you? You can't reveal anything about can't, the magic circle. But I mean, you, know, you don't really. It'd be bad form to say how you do a trick anyway, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's rubbish as well. Stupid, isn't it? It's stupid, it, isn't it? When you find out, it's, you get, oh, that's yeah. rubbish. Because, uh, you know, it's all quite, you know, not simple. I'm not trying to right. down-talk the work of magicians, but actually... Simple you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's easy. Know. Anyone could do it. Because <laughs> I like the magic of magic. Yeah. Your, do, do you your, know what? Yeah. I don't, even though to, to us as grown-ups talking about it, saying it's simple, I still think it would baffle you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, excuse me, what? So you see how you agreed with that? And yeah, then I was what? like, no, I think it was baffling. <laughs> That's what I'm on about well, now. <laughs> what's your magic then? My magic. Because what magic, sort of question because is magic's that? Because magic's not magic anymore to you, because you know what happens. So what is magic what's to you? Magic what, to me? Don't even answer that. Hey, what gosh. sort of question? What's your magic? What's to my you? magic? <laughs> He's thinking like about long it. Long walks. Long walks. Okay, I get it. I like that. Um... No, God, good question. Thank you. I don't, well, not, not well. That's Thank what, you. That's what people Thank say you, when Tom. it's a shit question. Ooh, yeah, when you have to try and think about yeah. something. Oh, good, good, question. good question. Stalling for oh, time. Good question. I've got nothing to say to it. Okay. What's your magic, Tom? What's my magic? Yeah. Uh, In your life, what's your magic? Yeah. I, I really like KFC. Yeah. Oh, that is quite magic. Those sources. I had, sources. I had KFC. Last year in Edinburgh, I had it uh, twenty-six times. That's amazing. And it's only a twenty-seven-day festival. Do you know oh. that I have had a sausage sandwich every day? For the past, it's I think it's twelve days now, bar one day. Wow! There was one day when I cut, when I didn't have a sausage sandwich because I was at a, con- a Red Dwarf convention, <laughs> of and and we'd had um, I'd misunderstood the breakfast rules. <laughs> and I, well, we had a private room. We had like an executive thing on on the floor that we were all at. Oh, all yeah. in. show off. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's magic. Yeah, yeah go on. All right, then. yeah, show off. And it was like a continental breakfast. I was like, oh, it's continental breakfast, but I didn't realise we could have gone down. Right. I had normal breakfast. Oh, What's the continental breakfast? The ham one. Oh, yeah, yeah, ham and cheese. Really not right, is it? Croissants. Yeah. Really boring. Do you say yeah. croissant or croissant? Croissant. 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 Yeah, fair enough. What do you say? Croissant. It's close. <laughs> it's close. Do you feel like this has petered out? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're talking about why you missed having when, a sausage sandwich. When, when your guest says, do you say, <laughs> do you say croissant or? <laughs> You know that, like, as an interviewer, I've certainly failed in my job. <laughs> if he's asking me, how do I pronounce croissant? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all just tired, of What other we? words do you mispronounce, Tom? Oh. See? Good question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> What's your magic and what other words do you mispronounce? <laughs> She's a fucking you, producer. You've been asked that before, Tom? Um, no. Tom, Tom, Tom ignore her, ignore her. Do you have any... Um, uh, do you have a goal with us? Is there a goal? Are you ambitious? Is there something in mind you want to do? Uh, just besides survive by the side. Survive the edge, pay my bills. Yeah. Um, I mean, no. survive the, sh- the shoot the in the face. Oh yeah, shoot in the face. Right, yeah. Uh, you keep forgetting it's a trick, don't yeah, you? you keep, yeah, no, yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, the, the trick. The I trick. like the bit where he said one day it flew right past me. That yeah, did it? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did it, mate? Oh yeah, cultivating the legend. To maintain the illusion. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, just uh, the goal is just for it to. Go on, people to see it and enjoy it and think it's all right. Well, that's refreshing. I hate ambitious people. <laughs> no, I do though. I actually right. do. I hate people who go, oh, I want to be on this program. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, yeah. And I want to be this by the time I'm this age. And I uh, fucking hate all that. I've, I did write a bit of a stupid. So basically, when you used to put this, the show spiel together, mm. you just write, write a bit of copy, like 100 words, and it says, you know, you know, you have to do it in January. And they haven't written the show by that point. So mm. I thought, what can I write? So I just said, 
Tom is the, the the magician for the Britain's Got Talent era. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I went, I don't, and then everyone was like, what does that mean? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I could go on Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've now got to go on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, it's on your thing, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It's there. Second paragraph yeah. down. Yeah. Stupid. I, was, I should take it out, really, because now I've got some nice. Why are you promoting quotes. Britain's Got Talent? I don't know, because everyone, I, I thought, how can I sell some tickets? And I went, yeah. people look at that and go, oh, Britain's Got Talent. And I you, know you're that. You're hoping that the skip reader didn't think you'd just been on it. You've won it. Well, yeah, people just go, oh, yeah. you know, oh, that's good. We'll go see him. I think you should shoot himself in the face. I think you should play up more about being at the University of Kent doing your drama. Yeah, and it's, it's a big. I'm glad I put that on the press release. I bet you should <laughs> again because I've only done it for a year, so I was just like, "What can it's I put?" Bit, I think it's weird you've not put what school you went to. <laughs> <laughs> Got three A levels. Uh, none of them in magic. There you go. Credits as an actor include George Cranky and George's yeah. Marvelous Medicine. Good. At the Marlow. It was good fun. It's yeah, nice. Marlow's gorgeous. Eight-year-old boy, I was. And you? Who was it? I was. Well, I was an eight-year-old. Not at the time. I was twenty-two. All right, but. I'll put that in because I think that'll be unclear to people. <laughs> and then you were Silly Billy, weren't you? Silly Billy, and Jack, yeah. And Jack the Beanstalk at the Rhodes there. Yeah, doing Where's a panto the this there? year as well. The same one, Rhodes, uh, in Bishop Stortford. Oh. Nice? Living the nice high life, yeah. I'm doing Sleeping, no, Beauty and the Beast. Sleeping Beast. Sleeping Beast is a new one. Are you playing in it? I'm, well, I'm like an unofficially chip. You know, the Disney version, but we haven't got a name yet. So I'll be like, I don't know. Chop. Chop. Crack. I think you're playing crack in sleeping and sleeping on the beast. <laughs> they can't even call it Beauty in the Beast, sleeping on the beast. Sleeping in the beast. The producer's going to love me for that. I've repromoted that. How much do you get a week for that? Oh, I can't say. Roughly. Ballpark. Enough. To over a grand. Pay the bills. Over a grand. I can't. Be s- Is it no, over a grand? A week. A week? Yeah. That's his magic secret. That's my magic secret. It's all secrets. I'm still not running out doing panto. I, I, I've always said like, that you should do it. I don't think you should ever rule it out. Rule it in. You'd be good. People have told him he'd be good. I Bobby Ball told, told him he'd be good. Yeah. Linda Lusardi said that you thought he'd be good. What's putting you off it? Why don't you want to do it? And how do you say croissant? Can't be asked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't be asked. I say croissant, children. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be asked. Really it's a lot, isn't it? It's a, it's a commitment of what's yeah. six hours a week. I stopped do doing it. stand-up because I couldn't be asked. If you had to do Too it, tired. what would be, what would be the, the dream role? There's the one where you sit down a lot. Are there any disabled characters in pantomime? <laughs> Do you have wheelchairs? Yeah. Can be, I guess. Yeah, Could be in a wheelchair. Wheelchair, the, wheelchair, the classic really? wheelchair character. Yeah. Not male character. I want to be Aladdin's mum, but in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Widow Twanky. Yeah. I want to be Widow Twanky in a wheelchair. I think there's a, I think there's a big gap in the market. I for think that. the show should start with the sound of a car crash. Yes, yeah, and then you, you and wheel then out. And I come out in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'd be one of them people, you know when they do panto? It often happens in panto where somebody does get injured, like not in the panto but beforehand. Mm. So I've seen loads of pantos where someone's wearing a cast or something. Oh, oh yeah. Or someone, you know, that's, that seems to happen a lot. Yeah. Where they've committed to the panto, but then they've had an injury and then they've soldiered on. I think I would crack on to production that I'd been, like, badly hurt. You have to be in one of those. I mean, I'd have to be in a wheelchair. Yeah, I've got scooter. to be. Oh, what's them ones called where the bloke yeah. died? Mobility scooter. No. Oh, the um, uh, Segway. 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 Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who made it? Died, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he, he did. Yeah, he fell yeah, over he, a cliff, didn't he? He went over a cliff on a Segway. No. Apparently, that unless true. that. I think that's, that's one of those true. friends of sure friends stories. Maybe right? that is urban legend, but I yeah, think that is true. Toby, come on, you haven't got much time. We're looking around Googling. Ask how. Toby will do it now. He's going to put it on our screen. That's certainly the. I've heard that. That's certainly the story that the man who invented the Segway went over. You heard that one about the snake? That that woman. No. This woman had a pet snake. And it had her. Well, apparently. It's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I think Is that you ga- it? I think you gave it away in my... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, don't open with the... Have you heard about the yeah, snake? Of... <laughs> the pet snake? No, not. Have you heard about the one? Uh, yeah, he fell off. He apparently 
There you saying go. falling from a cliff while riding his own Segway. Not a good advert. Jimmy. Jimmy. Have you been on one before, those Segways? No, but I think I'd enjoy it. Oh, yeah, I think you would. But then again, if, if I'm doing it on stage, could drop off that stage in the orchestra pit. That'd yeah, be the ultimate irony, wouldn't it? And then you would need a wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, if I actually did get injured doing it. I don't think if you're injured, you'd have a segue either. That seemed like a lot more effort. Yeah, you Good wouldn't. Point, you'd unless, have a I, unless I just injured my back you. and that has to be kept straight. Okay. That's true. But yeah. I couldn't walk. So but I'd you're not doing very, very anyway. rigid. I'll do Wizard of Oz. I'll be Tim Man. Yeah. I don't see you as doing. Was it two shows a day, six days a week, right? Or seven? I'm doing. Seven so, days yeah, a week. Some, some of them three, day, three shows a day. No, you wouldn't do that, would you? You wouldn't do that. How long's a panto? An hour? Two and a half. Oh, God. You're not on for the whole thing. Oh yeah, but it's still quite a long time. Are you, isn't it? Are you playing chip, aren't you? Oh, I'm doing sorry, some magic crack. in it as well. Oh yeah, yeah. No what? bullet catch though. Sawing anyone in half? No, no. not once that. She I wants, do. You want really that. want that? Have yeah, you watched that program that. on Netflix? The where well, it used to be that old, you know, magicians revealed that yeah, yeah. thing That's, where yeah, Val Valentino. Yeah. Oh no, we'll, we'll give it a look. Yeah. Watch that. Then it'll show you. How to do it. I mean, what sort of magician comes onto a radio show? And says, have you watched that programme on Netflix that shows you how we do everything? Oh, yeah, don't watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's rubbish, actually. <laughs> they don't tell you anything. Get out of the studio, Tom. Sorry, I'm going. <laughs> uh, Tom Brace, Brace Shelf, it's magic time. He's at the Pleasance. Uh, this, what this, day was this it again? Thursday. This, this Thursday. This Thursday, 25th. Uh, at 2 and 7, you doing 2. Yeah. Yep, yeah, excellent stuff. Bring uh, it in. Been lovely. Go to pleasance.co.uk. If you've got one. If you've got made this really awkward. If you want tickets, go to pleasance.co.uk. Yeah, unless your nan's died. Unless your nan, don't bring her. Don't bring her if she's dead. No, that'll be horrendous. Bring any living nans. Tom, you're making it worse. Sorry. Cheers, man. Thanks ever so much as well to guys from the No Singles of Fish podcast and their books that we've got all coming out and showing off for everyone. And iDog. And thanks so much to Hannah Spirit, who's... Is tardy and laziness. No, she's pregnant. For not coming on this show today no, no, actually no. made it a much nicer show. In all due respect, Hannah, but it meant we had to raise the bar midway through, and it, it was it was a better show without Hannah Spirit. <gasps> it was. No, no, no. No, it was. Well, it yeah. wouldn't well, I wouldn't as, know. It, she's not been on it. It wouldn't I have been tell. as much fun if Hannah had done the interview. True, true. So best of luck, Hannah. So thanks, Hannah. Thanks a lot, Hannah. <laughs> uh, we'll see you again next week. Bye. <laughs>
If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.